in July rolls on just past the halfway point. Before we get into anything, I just want to say, because if you're listening to this on YouTube, you're going to put this on YouTube, right, Griff? Yeah, I'll get up there. Because uh, Unlike most YouTube people, we rarely do. We only do this every once in a while. But if you're listening to this on YouTube, give us a like. Give us a subscription. Subscribe. subscribe. And say anything you want in the comments, but where's the movie? Yeah. Because we are not a supplier of movies. We are a movie review. Yeah. All right. And that's it. So, Griff. Uh, John Wick. John Wick. People say we're stuck in the past, Griff. That we does we we need to get with the program, move on, evolve. Is this was this the right movie to pick? I think it was. This is uh, definitely a movie that people are fond of. It's, a, it's, a, it's a saga now. Were they four or five? They're of them into now? four movies. Uh, Did the dog get killed in every one of them. Uh, that's a good question because everybody knows it ends with him taking another dog. Yeah. And it could it could get killed by the end of it. Go figure an obnoxious just like obnoxious Americans who are like pits aren't an aggressive breed and they all get, I have one. They're aggressive. They're they're, they're sweet dogs, but yeah, they, they still have some like I have a German Shepherd. She is the most anxious dog ever. I've n I don't know why they're uh, police dogs. I've never met a German Shepherd that wasn't anxious. Exactly. I don't exactly. get it. Exactly. I've met one in my life. Amongst the twelve that I met, that have been anxious. I'm, I'm, you know, it's good to give them good homes and everything. I'm glad everybody's giving pit bulls. That is good homes. I'm glad you give your your pits yeah. a good home and all that. She's still crazy though. But I'm, you keep it on a leash. You yeah. do all the right things. Yeah, I'm a responsible dog. Owner. And we'll get into that. We'll get into the movie. We've got, well, we got, we into... got pin news. But before we get into opening topics, Murray, yeah. I don't want to scare anybody off. Yeah, if we were it's to a give, much beloved movie. Yes, if we were going to go ahead right now and give people a letter grade on how we felt about this movie, what would you give it? C plus, slightly better than average. Uh, there was some good things about it, I yeah. will say, and there were, and then there's the usual things. You probably, if you listen, a regular listener, you know what I why I didn't like. Yeah, I I think C plus is incredibly appropriate for this movie, and no. that's what I give it to. Didn't offend me. But it yeah. didn't engage me either. I after watching it, I wasn't like I have to see two now. I yeah. was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know. Um. So we just wanted to start you guys off with that, so you don't get scared away, thinking we're just gonna shit on. What well, I don't might know. I think your... half our crew wants us to shit on it. It's gonna be an interesting thing. We're gonna say positive yeah. things about this movie. This isn't a this isn't a Ginty movie. Exactly. There's a lot so, of good and a lot of okay about this movie. Yeah. A lot well, of, there's a lot of irritating yeah. stuff about it, and we'll get into it all. But before we do that, we got to do the fun part where we talk about our own shit. Yeah, that five people care about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if you're a new person, you're going to grow to love these. That's these right. Little... So, uh, Griff, you know, we're like 
we're movers and shakers. We people listen to us. The most important people listen to us. So That's we get right. invited to a lot of things. We get invited to premieres all the time, but we want to keep our journalistic integrity. So we usually say no. We're not going to go. Yeah. But the other day, Griff, I couldn't help it. I got it. I got. I invited. I don't know why it was just me. They didn't invite you That's to a uh, Barbie movie. Oh shit! So I saw the Barbie movie, Griff, and I. You can have your mind blown when you see Barbie. Get this, Griff. You're not going to believe this. But when a woman, not when a woman, a woman <laughs> can do anything she wants, anything she puts her mind to, she can do, Griff. That's what I learned from the Barbie movie. Wow. She doesn't need a man. A woman doesn't need a man, Griff, to not be even, strong and independent. Not even Ryan Gosling. Not even Gosling. Wow. I So I am dreading. Having to see all of the feminist think pieces that we written about this clickbait articles that will be written about this movie when it comes out, and then I'm doubly dreading the incel rebuttals that will be yeah. coming after that. Please don't put this movie out because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to <laughs> see. I'm not going to click on any of them, but I'm going to. I'm going to have to see the headlines all the time, yeah. and it's going to annoy me. So don't. That that is the most annoying part about anything anybody ever tries to do is that they're always going to be the worst of both sides. Right. And if that's... you don't like this movie, you hate women, and if you hate this movie, you hate women. Right? How many how many people <laughs> have no you sense, talked but... to who just say John Wick is a fine movie? We live in a world of intense opinions. Greg. Yeah. Well, if you if you go on the internet, we do. In real life, people are usually normal. Exactly. It's a. And... It's a good conversational movie. I hope so, because we're doing it. Yeah, but. well, we're going to. But I, I just, I think there's plenty of stuff to talk about here. Is there but, a reason why you're wearing a cowboy hat, Greg? I just felt like it. Okay. You know, you, you Mary, are you feeling self-conscious about your hair today or something? What do you mean? I'll take it off if it's bothering okay, you. Okay, I don't know. Just see, yeah, I'm not one of those guys you don't wear a hat in, inside, indoors. I don't always, but sometimes. Uh, I think it's because I had a week off of gambling, and that's my gambling hat. Oh, okay. So it like, percolates the, the, the yeah. wages? Yeah. The, I'm, only the breaking analytics. Even. I'm only breaking even right now. Oh, that's yeah. all. You need to be doing that. You know who fucked me over? Boston. They always do. They always fuck us over. Anyways, what were we talking about? John Wick. John Wick. Juan First Wick. of all, how did he come up with that name? It's an awful name. John Wick. Not a tough name? No. First of all, can we... Enough with the Johns and the Jacks. Every fucking action hero is named John or Jack. What's What's Tom Cruise's name in uh, Mission Impossible? I have no fucking idea. Those movies are in we and out need, of my we brain. Need to look that I'm up. actually going to see the new I, one that comes out, and I guarantee you, when I come back here to record, I'm going to think I remember nothing about the movie. Right? I, think I enjoyed he, it, but I remember nothing about I it. Think Much like John Wick. <laughs> I will not remember John Wick a week from now. Ethan. His name's Ethan in oh, that hey, movie. That's not a they tough, stretched it's it. Not a tough name, they but it's it. not John or Jack. Ethan Hunt. Pretty cool. Matt Hunter is. Better. Matt Hunter is way better. Maybe yeah. they were giving a nod to Matt Hunter. Maybe I don't. Maybe that was a character from uh, Mission Impossible. I don't know. I haven't seen the sh TV show. So yeah. Uh, but you've been telling me amongst our popularity on Twitter. I mean. Jack White himself is now well. He's doing oh, it through his yeah. business profile. Yeah, I don't. We are not making this up. Somebody at Third Man Records, which it could be the Detroit one, it could be the Nashville one. I think it's the Detroit one. Yeah, because we did get some downloads from Detroit. Loves Last Gasp. 
Every time I put something, which is shocking, because most other people on Twitter didn't give a fuck about Last Gas. But this person, like, almost immediately, I get a like from that. I don't, hey, hey, if, the, if you're listening right now, Third Man Records, hook me up with some sleep vinyl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know how, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I, I think it's Jack White. Hey, I got to tell you, they have a Sono station as well. And I was listening to it in the afternoon, and they threw some sleep on there. During, like, in the middle of my day, I was just doing an, some yard work. Nonstop hour? <laughs> no, it was dope like, smoker. It was one of their shorter oh, songs. Eight minutes. So yeah. it was only eight minutes, but man, that was so fucking good to hear. I yeah. loved it. So, Third Man Records, you have my applause too. Your radio station on Sonos. I'm is glad fantastic. you brought up music, Griff, because I. Something came into my life recently. I actually knew about it, but I didn't investigate it. Yeah. I'm thinking about dusting off. Our hair metal hate uh, bit that we used to do way back yes. in the early days. Oh my I god! I saw a video, blew my mind. I think it's gonna blow your mind. I think it's gonna blow everyone listening's mind. Have you ever heard of a band, Griff, called Psycho Sinner? No. All right. So Psycho Sinner, formerly known as Psychosexual, okay, is a band fronted by the drummer, a butt rock pioneers. Five Finger Death Punch. No. And of course, we all know Butt Rock is the bastard child of hair metal. Yes. It's, you think, when you think about Butt Rock, you think about bedazzled jeans with a wallet chain and oh. like a baseball fitted baseball cap. Yes. So this guy, his I don't know his real name. His, his psycho uh, center name is Devil Daddy. I hate that. <laughs> oh, you'll love it. You'll learn to love it. He conquered the world of butt rock. So he says, I must leave Five Finger Death Punch and go to the world of, I'm going to call it pussy rock. Because this music, first of all, he dresses as a devil. He wears, like, he's red. He's got, like, prosthetics on his face. He has horns. Okay, I can get down with that. His band wear, like, those, like, uh, Japanese oni masks, you oh, know? Okay. Wait, that's kind of, that's getting getting into ghost territory now? Nah, not really. Okay. Uh, and ghost is better than these guys. But... <laughs> so every it remind because he's obviously heavily influenced by typo negative, so it's kind of like uh, goth butt rock <laughs> because I, I pointed out a long time ago when we were talking I think it was the Quincy punk rock episode how in, in Amer- I'm only speaking about America I don't know about the rest of the world but punk rock was pretty much the domain of middle class and upper middle class kids and like yeah. the working class listening to metal in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though punk rock is supposed to be about the streets, the music of the streets. Goth music was the same thing. It was basically middle class, upper middle class girl music. You know, yeah. like, you don't understand me, mom. Right. Everything's so dark. I like a lot of goth rock, but yeah, I Until Peter Steele of Typo Negative introduced white trash to the world of goth oh through his God. band Typo Negative. Which, fun fact, Peter Steele had a band called Carnivore that was super racist and super misogynistic. Called Carnivore. Check it out. <laughs> uh, so so when, you, I, when you think about that kind of music, I actually saw a typo negative open for the Exploited in like 1991. Weird. I was in high school back then. Uh, so when you think about psychosexual, I, I get imagery of like Midwest strip club, you know? <laughs> Like, if you live in a place where it's just corn and meth all around you, you will be into Psycho Sinner. Okay. So the song, if we do the video, it's a great video. The song is called Make Love on a Grave. And I'm just going to put that 
in, if we uh, if people want to hear it, we will cover that. We'll, uh, we'll dust off here. We'll I call it butt it. rock. Uh, I don't know what. I, well, butt rock rage is what we'll call it. When you when you are a goth butt rock band, it's actually <laughs> because this is a known genre today. It's big titty goth rock. That's the only thing I like about goth, Griff. I, I will say I do have a weakness for big titty goth girls. There's there's a lot. They're all out there now. Hey, I I don't there know. There is always there's like much like John Wick. There's some good sides to this. Yeah, yeah. I I believe uh, tits expand upon all racial boundaries. So I'm pretty sure everybody agrees. Big titty goth girls, thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Yeah. All and, right. And maybe another appendage up, but. <laughs> If you guys want to hear it, I will. I will bring it out. It'll call Butt Rock Rage. I don't know. I'll work on the title, but that's all I have to say about Psycho Center. Right. I. Hey, I love that. I, I'm excited for doing a possible another uh, hair metal slash uh, big titty. Bo- the, I just the lyrics. Oh my god. I'm gonna, <laughs> I might have to sing the chorus to this. Is that something that we should put on the show or do a YouTube exclusive <laughs> for? Well, I don't know because we are. We've been. Kicking around. By the way, film fan, you didn't. You're stealing our. We. <laughs> he he comes to me yesterday after watching last, listening to our last gasp episode, the highly erotic last gasp. Highly erotic. Uh, gasping. He said, "Murray, what are your top three? Quick, right now, what are your top three sex scenes?" Of course, I need to think about that shit. I can't just rattle them off. He rattles off his, and I was like, "You motherfucker," because. A couple weeks ago, Griff and I came up with this idea because we're looking for YouTube content. Right. And we know people don't want to listen to a three fucking hour episode on YouTube. Correct. So we're going to do like, try to get like 10 minutes. Exactly. Or less of our top five sex scenes. With actual video, you know, yeah. of what we're talking about so we can enjoy it together instead of, uh, you know, using your imagination. We want to give you some easier digestible right. content. The big titty content. The right. big goth titty well, content. You're going to have a lot of ginty cover-ups, I guess. Yeah, there's quite possibly going to be yeah, some Yeah, but I yeah, I need to think about that. I can't just rail that cuz there's a lot of sex scenes. I mean, are we going to hold it to movies we've done? I or see, just out there. That's our boundary, I think. I think we need to do it within our own confines here. That's going to take ha- some work for me. Yeah. There's one, my number one I already got. You already got we've it. We've done it. Yeah, but I don't know about the other four. We also wanted to do a spectrum instead of just our three favorite. We were gonna do like here's a good one, just so people understand the scale. Building, much like Last Guest did with their sex scenes, building. Yes, we want to give you a great example. They give you the money shot right at the end, Us, all over ex- your face. Exactly, a medium example, how it could be better, and then the bad example and how it just everything went wrong like that. That's how I want to do it. Uh, but of course. When you're going to be working on something like that, you need a fart checker, Murray. What the fuck is a fart checker? <laughs> I almost forgot about this. We talked about this last week. I uh, I put up a tweet about the movie McBain that a listener was kind enough to bring to my attention because it starred one Mr. Steve James, which Correct. we all love, which I'm sure we would have got to anyway because we're going to do every Steve James yeah. movie, even ones that are just fucking dramas. Fuck you. We're going to do know, Steve honestly, James. You know, honestly, you asked me why I was wearing the cowboy hat. I've been thinking about y'all. You wore sh- yeah, Shalom Y'all shirt. Shal- I know. Yeah, exactly. I get that's where it's coming from. The Shalom Y'all. I, that's all I can think about because when you're in the world of assassins and no one stands out, getting fucking Steve James in there with a the Shalom Y'all shirt, cut off sleeves, bolo tie, cowboy hat. That does it all. I'm sorry. Go on. 
Was it a bolo tie? I thought it was just like a thing from the hat. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been. I can't but, remember. Uh, so not only does it have Steve James, it has one of our also favorites, Michael Ironside, in it. Oh, God. That's so, the so premise, good. And like Christopher Walken is totally sleepwalking through the movie. He's just collecting a paycheck. Christopher sleepwalking. Yeah. yeah. I didn't pick. Yeah, it's a nice turn of phrase there. And uh, so the premise is Christopher Walken and four Vietnam War buddies liberate Colombia from a dictator. And I go, that's that would be ludicrous. Until you hear that two of them are Michael Ironside and yeah. Steve James. So that's all I put up there. That's all you this put This guy, up. Uh, I think his his handle is, he doesn't follow us, but he has a lot to say about whatever I put up. Who really killed JFK, I think, is his handle. Smart, or Something yep. like that. And he's got like 20 followers. Of course he does. And Because uh, I had to investigate him, actually. Because he can't, he's like, great, so like... Why don't they do it to Cuba and to, you know, name enter any dictatorship you can okay. think about? And I just came back joking. Like, I'm thinking he's joking. Yeah. I'm like, well, they didn't have a personal stake in those countries. Because <laughs> in this movie, of course, they have a personal stake. Right. And, and then he's like, I don't know if that's some sad attempt at humor from you or, you know, are you being re- real or what? Please elaborate. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> fuck you. Like. We get these every once in a while. We get these Griff. These people that just they all they do they go on social media to to one up you, yeah, to, to zing you, to like basically ride your coattails. Like you, like they comment on your shit because they can't come up with anything. So I was like, I'm let me look this motherfucker up. So I will click on this thing. He is one of those guys. He's Rorschach from Watchmen. Yeah. He wants to be. He sees all the bullshit. He sees through the bullshit. He doesn't take. I don't. I even. You can explain to me five million times. I'll never know which is the red pill and which is the blue pill. Oh, red pill is when you go hard extremist right wing. But that's like when no, that's that's when like in the Matrix world, it's the red pill is you're seen clearly, right? Yeah, and then blue is like you're going into the Matrix. No, the red is when you go into the Matrix. Okay. So the right wing is adopt that say this is when you discover the truth that liberals are lying. I thought it was the opposite. I thought being in the Matrix was like not thinking about the world, and then being outside of the Matrix is like you're like you're you're think for yourself. You're not a sheep. I thought that was what it was. I don't know which color is which, but we all get the we premise. We have to get this right. But we all get the premise. The, the red pill is taking the journey into the Matrix or outside of the Matrix. Yeah, outside of the Matrix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he sees it all. People are sheep. If they just yeah. listen to him. The yeah. world, like, you know, so, and he, he's, he hates both parties according to what he was writing. Right. By the way, zero likes on anything he gets. Nobody gives a fuck about this guy. And uh, so he started, his favorite phrase was, He's talking about fact checkers and how biased they are. He's like more like fart checkers. And he had like twenty. Like he was so delighted he came up with that fucking phrase, fart checkers, that it was constantly on it. It was just such a positive thing for the last week for me when somebody would be like, "Yeah, these guys uh, did the research on it." Like, oh, did they or are they fart checkers? <laughs> It's been such a beacon of light in my Translation, life. Translation, Griff is this guy. He's I, trying to troll me. I wish I was that guy. I wish. Who killed JFK, really, Griff? I, well, I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. I know podcast. who killed Marilyn. We're trying Thanks to put this hits. onto YouTube, so uh, we can't talk about oh, that any further. Right. That's right. We're right. too small. If we were bigger, we'd be able to talk about anything. By the way, we're going long on the opening because there's not a lot to John Wick. That's it's right. It's a very quick. John fact, Quick. Maybe that should have been his name. Yeah, that's a good point. I bet he finished this quick too. Oh, uh, that's why his wife was in yeah, and out she of his life. Faked her death. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it's probably have- the twist in the fourth one. She's alive. What? Are we ready to talk, John yes, Wick? Yes, okay. I am ready. It is definitely Let's the time pull to talk, off the John Wick. Uh, I mean, look, we've got characters in this movie. We do. They don't have character, but they're characters. Exactly. They exist. They're people. They exist. Performing roles. I'm going to save it for the other half of the trailer. I have a whole theory about the dog and how it exists in this universe and what he represents, but we'll get into that, like I said, on the other half of the trailer. Uh, they have a villain. Yeah, kind of. But then they switch lanes very quickly to his dad. And the dad sucked. The dad's name was Vigo. He was a Russian mob boss. Can we stop with Russian? Yeah. Can we retire the Russian mob? Is there anyone we can look down on besides or hate besides Russians? I feel it sucks because it's like we. Half of our country doesn't even hate Russia anymore. Yeah. The yeah. Guy that, guy that hated them deeply in the 80s. Love them now. Every fu- Red Dawn, all these fucking movies when conservatives hated Russians, yeah, it was the it was a- greatest fucking thing. We yeah. feasted Red on Dawn it. Red Dawn stopped the Cold War. Can, can we just agree that, like, villains can come in every shape and color, Yeah, too? I'm like, can't we have, no pun intended, can't we have a colorful gang, like yeah. the, the the voodoo gang from Mark for Death? Thank you, yeah. Screwface, Screw great face. villain. Screwface man. They don't represent a whole fucking Everyone's race. Everyone's horrible. Everyone yeah. in the world is horrible. That's every- one thing we have in common as, as, like, you know, all different cultures. We're all horrible. Right. It, we can represent all kinds of miserable people and have them do horrible things. And also, on top of it, can we have, like, not only are they boring Russians, they, they all look the same. Short hair, a shaved head, and beard. That's yeah. All of them look like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I mean, that's what Russians look like. We know that. But still... Diversity. Can we have some diverse villains for a fucking change? And then by trying to be so unique in everything and make sure they're not stepping on toes, they still did the trope where they only drank vodka. Yeah. Every scene, they're like, hey, would you like a bourbon? No, 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 no. The funniest thing they ever did was uh, back in the 2000s, our governor did like a tax incentive to try to get Hollywood here. So brief moment for about so, five years. I hear that's coming back. They, they want to get it back. Yeah. But they were, so there's a lot of movies being made in the Detroit area, and especially Red Dawn, which was made in my hometown. Literally, you see the scene in the, the streets. That's my downtown home I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Originally, when they were filming it, and I saw these, we were, it was China invading America, which is believable. It, I mean, it could happen. I mean, they wouldn't, but like... As you can meet. You could believe a country of a billion people could invade our country, but no, 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 we can't do that because Chinese Chinese people buy a lot of movie tickets. That's right. So what do they do in post production? They change all like the like the Chinese flags to North Korean flags. <laughs> Kim Jong Un can't even feed his people. He's gonna invade and somehow take over any part of America. It's not right. happening. It's ridiculous. Come on, everybody sucks. That's diversity in villains is all I'm saying. Right. Just don't say China. Give it a different country. Just say China. Though. They are our enemy. I mean, China does want to destroy America. It's it's legit. I mean, do they want to kill humans or they just No, want they to want to control us. us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's still, it, it, we should be able to fucking have fun with these types of things. I, I, You know what? If you want to get around it, just don't say they're fucking Chinese people. But don't say they're fucking Russians. Mix it up. Colorful. Get everybody in there to be villains. Everyone should be villains all the time. Villains are f- the funnest role anyway. Villains should be the best role because we don't have a, f- a fucking hero without a How villain. How about this? How about instead of Vigo, Lord Humongous was the 
Jesus Christ. Like, his gang was, like, running. Is this what? This takes place in New York, right? Yeah, I saw Pennsylvania plates. Okay. Because yeah, John- they did that. They had that one building. I think it's called the Ironhead building. That was where the Continental, the hotel. Oh. That's used in a lot of like movies okay. for like a place. Yeah. I was annoyed with this because John Wick looks like he lives in the boonies, but all yeah. these Russian gangsters happen He lives to be- in Long Island. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where him. one Brian Least lives. Yeah. Did you hear that bit yet? No, I haven't. Matt Hardy uh, on Twitter called him Brian Least. <laughs> Good one. That actually is a good one. All right, hold on. We got to kick the cat off the lunchbox here. Let's see it. I'm going to try to do a magic trick where I whip out. Like the, when you take, when you pull no. off. Oh, uh, see like when you pull out the uh, the uh, yeah the tablecloth. Table yeah. Sorry, everybody. No, couldn't Sorry, do yeah. it. Leave that in, Griff. People want to hear that. Yeah, I know they do. They want to hear the banter. They want to know behind <laughs> the scenes because we'll never show you video. Uh, two people, I think, have gotten to see us. I've. Put up pictures of us occasionally on the on the Twitter. But, oh, okay. But you know, it was it was when we got the gin T shirts from scarce. our buddy Bill. It's gifts. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't want to we don't want to intimidate people more than we do with our voices. That's right. Especially when I have the cowboy hat on. I mean, come on. So John Wick again. What John were we Wick saying? Again. Is there anything else about John Wick we need to say before we go to the trailer? Well, I wanted to say it sucked that Vigo ended up being our bid bag. Yeah, guy. he's an old man. He sucked. Nothing about him stands out. He had no dog in this fight. No star quality. I, my eyes did not go to him. When, nope. If you have a good villain, when you show the scene where he's introduced, even if you don't know who he is, your eyes should go to him. Yes. And I was like, he must be like the accountant for the bad right. guy. We both, you walked into the door and said, this is AW booking. And by this, we just mean they do nothing to make us like to build the villain to us. He, do, he does one wrong deed. And then he doesn't antagonize. He disappears for the rest of the movie. He's kind of understandable in that he's just trying to protect his son. He knows his son did wrong, and he apologizes. Yeah. But... He tries to... He's know. the bigger man. He calls. John Wick <laughs> says, "I my son fucked up. I am sorry. No. So I'm kind of like, John Wick sucks. I don't care about a single fucking character in this movie. Guys, sit... We gave it a C plus. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. It's just the motivation and everything behind the movie, other side of the movie. But well, I like. I mean, the motivation is revenge, which I like. That's the staple in exactly. a lot of the movies we do. Revenge is fine. But it was it's it's a cheap heat, which we'll get into when we get into the movie. Right. So I wanted to say I love Yosef. Being I thought he had a very heelish, you know squirmy, you know, villain-type look That's to him. That's why he was good as uh, Theon on Game of Thrones, because he was a Weasley little fuck. I would have... Little ginger fuck. You think he had red hair? Oh, wow. You know how I feel about men with red hair. I do. Horrible. I would have loved to have seen him do more antagonistic shit throughout the movie. Do something! Anything! He's just living his life, having a good time. Literally lives his life while John Wick is furiously Doesn't even, like, slap down. a whore or anything. Nothing. I hated how they gave him huge villain heat in the first act, which was annoying, and then he's just off doing his own thing, and Vigo steps in and is like, hey, please don't kill my son. I'm sorry. He's an idiot and a fuck-up. It sucked. The motivation for this movie sucks. Yeah. You don't need to have strong motivation. You don't need it. You should expect. Well, here, I want to say the positives that I have for this Please, movie. Please, voice of positivity before we go into the movie. Almost 90 minutes, which is great, especially for modern days. That's amazing. It was an hour 40, and it wasn't like 10 minutes of it credits. 
Yeah. So it's a 90-minute movie. Hour 34. I, I applaud put it in the, you. I put it in the notes for a reason. I, uh, I'm i pretty sure this was directed by a stuntman. So it's kind of a Hal Needham situation. Okay. So the guy, and I'll give him uh, kudos. Like Most of the action, I understood. It was not a lot of quick cuts. Yes. There were more quick more cuts than, than the, in the old days. But still, by today's standards, you got you, you, you got to see what's happening. And you got to see that uh, Keanu is doing most of his own stunts, yes. which I was impressed with. This is, this is a spectacle for action movies if you take everything away from it. Like, just action, and this is how people view it, does a good job of it. Yeah, so it's, it's not all bad. Right. This isn't a shit show. But guess what, Murray? We're the fucking experts of action movies. Yes. So, of course, we have to... I heard a little I bit heard more. that you know you heard about the studios like the the, the writers and now the actors are on strike. Yeah, yeah. They are having AI listen to our episodes to try to create the greatest action that movies. would make sense with all the bots yeah. who have been downloading lately. But that's bullshit. Yeah, well, the, 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 no, the bots are By the way, yeah, people don't really give a shit about real people don't care about Peacemaker, which is a great episode. Bots fucking love it, Griff. That We've never a- gotten more likes on SoundCloud, which we never get likes on SoundCloud unless Aubrey does it. Yeah. Then on and all and this and they're sexy bots, dude. There's not one ugly broad. Oh given my us. god, tits, big titty goth girls all oh, over. I love it. Big titty bot girls. There we go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, so we're gonna. There's a. This is a movie, <laughs> yes, and we're gonna was. talk about it. Things were moving. Things moved. It works at a good pace. It's an hour and 30 minutes. This episode, we're already 29 minutes into it, Murray. We should let these people go. We should yeah. get into a trailer. What this trailer tells us, I don't know because there's barely a plot to it, but you're listening to it. We're going to We're talking a about it. Pee break or something. Enjoy it. We'll see you on the other side. I'm up. I'm up. You like that, huh? Nice ride. Thanks. How much? Excuse me? How much for the car? She's not for sale. You have a good day, sir. Daisy. I lost everything. That dog was a final gift from my dying wife. Jonathan, you got out once. You dip so much as a pinky back into this pond, you may find something reaching out to pull you back in. It's personal. Where'd you get that car? What does it matter? It's not what you did, son. It's who you did it to. Nobody? But nobody. It's John Wick. You working again? No, I'm just sorting some stuff out. Task your crew. How many? As many as you have. Hey, John. I thought I'd let myself in. People keep asking if I'm back. 
Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm not afraid of John Wick. Uh-huh. How good's your laundry? No one's that good. I thought not. Wow, that was a trailer. That was a trailer. That's all you need. That is all you need. So, all right, Griff, we start out. We're uh, it's Quentin Tarantino-ish in that we're starting at the end. This is true. We see our man John Wick. We know nothing about if we, you know, nine, ten years ago when this movie came out. Right. We see a uh, SUV crash, and then John Wick, played by Keanu Reeves, stumbles out. He's bleeding. He's fucked up. Pulls, but still got to check his fucking Facebook uh, updates. He does what any Zillennial would do. He goes straight to TikTok and starts flipping around. Giving all his information to China. But it's all right because they're not bad. That's all that's right. And, uh, no, he's watching a video of his wife on the beach. You can see uh, Bodie surfing in the background. I loved it. I, I think that it. was his real love. He's, like, looking past her at Bodie. You, we never got closure on, on uh, Bodie. Like, he went we into the know. surf, uh, and we don't know if he lived or died. Surf can't kill Bodie. This is confirmation. There was no Bodie found. Because we know that. Keanu wasn't sure what to do with himself. He didn't want to be a cop after that. He gave up. He threw his... Uh, but he had certain skills. Yeah. yeah. And he figured out a new way to he apply moved them. to Russia. And he moved to the east side of our country. To the east side in a deluxe apartment in the sky. A.K.A. Pennsylvania. Was it Pennsylvania? I mean, this was... Obviously I did not see a Pennsylvania filter, so I didn't know. Yeah, well, I mean, this movie took place in Pennsylvania. So then we're like, what? We're right in the thick of it, Griff. We're like, what's going on here? I thought this guy was the... I, word of mouth, this guy's the biggest badass. He's like, like a little bitch dying. Yeah, right. Give I, me backstory! Why, why is my hero bleeding? Heroes don't bleed. Bullets go through them just the right... Heroes trigger, ain't got time to bleed. Thank you. As Jesse the Body would say. That's it. So now he's reflecting back on his life... We see his wife. I thought his wife was shot by a sniper. And the, you know what I mean? That <laughs> you got because that? they're like they're like on the waterfront or something, and then she just collapses. Oh, and, I didn't, and, I didn't and know knowing that. the story, of, knowing nothing about the story, of John Wick, and then he's an assassin. I'm like, oh, so somebody killed his wife. It makes sense that he's on the warpath. Murray, I did a terrible thing to this movie. See, when I was watching it, I thought about like secret assassin worlds because I I have watched this movie like nine years ago. Yeah. And I knew it was like a secret assassin world and all that bullshit. Where does your brain go to when I say secret assassin world? There's been a lot of those. There was that movie Wanted. Yep, yep. Remember that? The Angelina I Jolie mean a movie, movie we've done and we... Oh, secret assassin world that we've done. Is it a good movie? Yes. Fuck, I can't. And the bad version is the one that people <laughs> liked for a good long oh, time. Oh, Mechanic. I kept thinking Mechanic. Yeah. No style, no artistry at all. Drab. Mm. Everything about well, this. Well, there's a reason why that's one of our most popular YouTube videos. Yeah. Everything about this movie is drab Midwest. So I, I, I refute the fact that you said this didn't have a Midwest filter. John Wick's yeah. whole house is grayscale. 
Well, that's supposed to that's shorthand to his mood. Yeah. So we're supposed to believe he's it's always rainy in his life now because he lost the love of his life. And in fact, it's raining at his wife's funeral. Of course it is. It and, always rains on a funeral. And we see a character in the background, we just see the silhouette holding an umbrella and we're like that guy's going to try to kill John Wick at the funeral. I immediately thought the same thing. They are they are heavy-handed with these But messages. no, it's not. It's an old friend of the Golden Globe Theater, Mr. Willem Dafoe. Have we Love done him. a movie with Willem Dafoe? Speed 2? Speed 2. With Keanu. We've done a lot of Keanu oh, wait, movies. Keanu wasn't yeah, in no, that No, he wasn't. That's You're right. right. That's he right. was smart enough not to be in that Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. But uh, looking great, meaning terrifying looking. Yeah. Skull-faced. And he's played the character Marcus, who apparently has history. I think we learned that was he was did he train John Wick or are they just friends? I no, they just seem to be kind birds of birds of a feather type. Right. Thing. I fucking I don't know. There should have been something that bonded these two. But I guess, I guess at this, this point it makes sense that he was just there because he's playing kind of a fuzzy role. Yeah, ambiguous role, yeah. Um this movie could use a lot of montages to, oh. to, to fill out some shit. I mean, we love that it was 90 minutes, but... We I could have trimmed off a lot. I could have trimmed off 10 minutes of this movie, no problem. Oh, 100%. And we could have thrown some montages. Oh, in. oh my I God. I would have loved to have seen some of the action scenes be montages so I'd get through them quicker. Right. I would have loved an opening scene to see, like, oh, no, never mind. My, if we're just condensing here, all this, like, my wife passed shit, Montage. She died of cancer, by the way, people. And she died beautifully, like people in movies do when they have cancer. She falls asleep. Didn't lose her hair. No, still had a sex beautiful. drive. Still uh, wanted to go out and still, have fun. Still can get wet. Yeah, just, all that. Yeah, it just randomly one night she did the finger flick. <laughs> uh, just one night she died in the middle of her sleep. And we get the scene, of course, where she dies beautifully. And then we get beep, beep, beep. Beep. So, like you said, we did the funeral and everything. John's yeah. holding a wake at his house. No, he's not. There's he had the people there. No, they weren't at his house. This was at the funeral. It was raining. Oh, okay. Yeah. He wouldn't allow... You think John Wick's allow anyone in his house? No one ever is allowed in his house. People huh? have to break in. You're probably right. So, Mark, he's like... I forget. Was he like... Did he think Marcus was there to kill him or bring him back into the fold? He was unsure because it's very much like a mob scene where it's like the, the person comes back and you belong to a different world and now you're out of that world. And so you get that vibe immediately from this conversation. Why are you here, Marcus? Great Keanu. Just to see an old friend. And then we're like, so we're like, but we know how, I mean... Fucking like we've said it before, Willem Dafoe should have. How is he not cast as the Joker? I don't get it. He was born to play the Joker, Dude, So I'm already times. like, I don't know how can I trust this guy, right? So yeah, we're like, we're it's very ambiguous. Uh, back at the house, John just lament, you know, mourning by himself. Now it's yeah. sad. He's got like two lights on in his whole giant palatial estate. When horrible architecture, I hate that. It's like oh, everyone God. lives in a box now. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Everything about it's so Midwest. Like, oh yeah, I don't think it's Midwest. I think it's like this. Is it everywhere now? I don't think. No, I don't think of these houses as Midwest at all. To me, this is total coastal, like douche. Like, we're gonna get into like we were talking about this earlier. The tone of this movie to me was douche cool, and that you're supposed to think all these people are cool, and none of these people are cool. Like, if you're you're really into the Andrew Tate out like outlook of the world, you. Are totally you're if you want you want to buy an affliction T-shirt, 
you are into this world. I would like, I would want nothing to do with this world. I think it's everyone's a douche. I wouldn't. Like, nobody's cool. No one has any personality at all. Everybody is completely surface level. But I'm supposed level. to, for, yeah, for some reason, I'm, yeah, you're exactly right. It's surface level. So I'm supposed to believe, like, these people are so cool. I have to, these people are influencers. Yeah. I have to, I want to be in this world. No, I reject this world. Yeah. I'm John Wick. I reject this world. This is the best bot movie ever written because everybody is surface level. There's no human emotion in anybody. And that's why I hate the impetus of this movie. They're so big. cool that they're uncool. Yeah, like there's no person I relate to. There's no Steve James in there who just draws your eye. You're like, I fucking love Shalom, well, y'all. That reminds me, like another thing I like about this movie that I'll, that is opposite of the movies we've been getting for the past 15 years. At least it's a serious tone. I mean, yes. there's a couple jokes, but even like all the best the, movies would throw in a couple bits the of humor. The timing for the humor is a it's good in this movie. Yeah, like not everybody is a fucking comedic yes. relief character. I, I was expecting when I saw John Leguizamo, he was going to be the comic relief character. We never see him again after the one yeah, scene. Yeah, he was serious. I yeah. loved it. Fucking uh, Yosef, despite the fact that he didn't give a shit about anything, he was still serious. Yeah. Uh, it was still the wrong tone for me, but he was serious. So John is sitting there, and apparently FedEx is working 24 hours now <laughs> because he gets a delivery. Yeah. And this is what you want to deliver. It's a fucking dog in a little, a tiny crate. And he's like, oh, what is this? And it's like, so did his wife set up a thing? With, is there a service where you like, when I die, I want you to send a dog to my, my ex, my, my widow? You bring up a great point here. Did she go train this dog? For the longest time, without him knowing, hey, I gotta go check on some. I gotta go to a doctor's appointment. I don't want you to go with me. And because I have. That's so probably much. why she died. She wasn't going to her chemo because she was training this dog. Right. She was. She was just like I have it was no probably chance something to live. Totally curable, you know. Was, oh yeah, probably. And then, but she's like, I gotta train this dog. I gotta train this dog. So, I can't yes. live with this man any longer. It's it's uh it's a dog in a carrying a little tiny little carrying case. A letter from his wife's in yeah. there. He reads it. Keanu, doing a great job acting his ass off. I wonder how Abra feels about her man crying. Because <laughs> uh, some people are weird about seeing men cry. I think Abra will be. I think it's disgusting. Supportive but, uh, of it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing uh, but a sign of weakness. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, that's, uh, but see, that's, that's the manipulation. We're going to get into it right now about the manipulation. Lay out your theory about this dog, bro. So he pulls out that dog. Little beagle. He, yeah, cute as fuck, like all dogs are. Pulls it out, Daisy. Of course, that's your yeah. name. He's not even allowed to name the dog. His wife's like, no. Even in death, I'm gonna name this dog, Daisy. I, yeah, right. I didn't get that. I I didn't even think about that. Is but there is service because remember, there's all these <laughs> all these mysterious worlds. Like there's the assassin world. Is there the dog training world Who where it's mean? like you on the you like, you explicitly say on the moment of my death. Then you train this dog, right. and then you send it to my widow. Did she get into his gold stash and pay like one of the stash? fucking yeah. continental people to deliver so. the how dog? Much, how many doubloons would a, a trained, perfectly trained dog get? I don't know. I the currency in this movie I see at least two. makes no fucking sense. And guess yeah. what? I don't give a shit about this world <laughs> in the first movie. I hated that they like tiptoed around it and then just dove you straight into it. Anyways, um, at least five gold doubloons. Wow. Who would be the dog handler, though? Red Brown? I don't know. 
That would be too cool. That would be ve- well. We need cool. Shit. We need cool. This movie has zero cool. Yeah. Like you said, it's yeah. affliction cool. Where you see the guy and you're like, oh god. Yeah. It has it's psychosexual cool. <laughs> if you respond to the band Psycho Center, you would think this movie's cool. So John is just like, I don't know what to do with the dog. Like every Midwest person, he's already put the dog. I, I own a dog bumper sticker. Who who saved who? Who rescued who? He's uh, doing all the Midwest shit. Oh, don't shit. get me started on that. Anybody who tells me they rescued a dog, I want to kick him in the teeth. Just say I got a dog because I wanted it. It's like, pat me on the back because I rescued a dog. I, I, I have a special gripe with... Uh, like suburban people getting dogs because my family always adopt dogs. And of course I love dogs and I got my dog and everything. But I, my mom and my, you know, my dad was always just like, I don't know. I work nine jobs. I'm not going to be around. We never took care of a single dog. Like every dog was just like, you live here now. That's it. We're not going to train you. So We're not going to take you on walks. Shit and piss everywhere? Uh, we had one dog like that <laughs> who just shit and piss in the basement. It was like, oh, yeah, we didn't know it was going to be so energetic, so we don't know what to do. So we just put it in the basement and shit and piss. Think kept the dog in the basement? Dude, uh, basement Horrible. dog. Griff Co- is horrible. Dakota, you yeah. So far, uh, wow, you really changed my opinion. I, I know. It was the worst. But I would like to believe that I – Saw that and was like, that was incredibly terrible that we did that to a dog. And now I have Melhouse, who I go outside with. I do everything with her. Never no walks one, her, by the way. No one in the fucking, like, you're you're like one of the few people I know that is like, oh, no, I take my dog on walks. It's good exercise, bro. You got to get also, out there. Also, it would help get her cooler with the people. Oh, no, Melhouse is done. That's we already talked. That, that's talk. the excuse you're giving. No. I guarantee you. I, I could... If I lived out here, I would walk her for you. Yeah. But I don't. So you're a horrible owner. I During COVID, we went on walks three times a week. Speaking of horrible owners, John Wick. He, no, what it is, is, okay, let's get into it. This is what's known in the wrestling world as cheap heat. You get this dog. I swear, he has a dog for literally one day. This is where a montage of him being because he because i mean what they're trying to tell you is he's so distraught he wants nothing to do with this dog he's like oh i'll take care of you because i'm a good person right but i'm not gonna get close to you because i can't close to anybody because i lost the one love of my life this dog's a russian plant if you ask me and so he's just like all right but can't sleep in my bed don't get my bed. He does pull out a nice bed, blankets, I he everything. A bl- he didn't have. A, why would he have a dog bed? Well, he didn't have a dog he bed. A he just down. made like did a little makeshift dog bed at the foot of his bed, and the dog whined about it. You're gonna stay there, little dude. Not on my bed. Yeah, and which I agree with. You shouldn't let. I don't let my dogs. My no, bed. that's a mistake I made with Mailhouse. Yeah. Definitely. But so so he's like he's just the pain. His wife just fucking died like two days ago. Right. right? The, the, literally the, the day he buried her, he gets to this dog. So I can understand he's in an emotional state. Yeah. You don't you're so removed from the world at that point. Your brain is in such another universe. You don't know how to fucking take so, care of anything. But we see a little of the ice melting because he gets up at 619 every morning. Yes. Yeah. But before he does, Daisy. I was gonna say, did they name the Daisy. Of course, they name the dogs Daisy. She jumps up and licks his face, and That's he's right. like, he's a little, he's warming up a little to her. 
Keep in mind, all right, this dog was thrust upon him last night, so he doesn't have any food for the dog. He doesn't have any idea of how to take care of a dog. So Keanu, not that hard, by the way. Keanu, Just feed him and put him out. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Keanu walks downstairs. Uh, apparently, the newspaper guy is on good terms with them because he takes the newspaper to his back sliding door, not his front door, if you didn't notice that. Yeah, he probably requested that. Yeah. So he opens the sliding door to get his paper delivered that morning. And the paper guy's on time, too. He got there at 5 in the morning because he wakes up at 6 in the morning. Yeah, he's supposed to, yeah. Uh, slides the door open. Dog runs out. And he's like, hey, wait, come back. Hey, wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the dog, perfect ice cream cone swirl shit. And then he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Dog shit, yeah. Dog shit in the woods. Brings the dog back in. Starts pouring himself some fucking post toasties or something. Or is a bowl for the dog? Because he's like, oh, yeah, I got no kibble. But then why are you giving him milk on top? He puts milk on it, too. He does put milk in it. That, that's not, that gives but dogs he, diarrhea. Hey, this is okay because he's ignorant yeah. to the situation. So I'm fine with he's that. A, he's, a, he's a creature of death, not life. That's right. Which we'll learn later on. So, yeah, he gives the dog a bowl of cereal and takes off to... Uh, he's like, yeah, we're going to, you know, today... Cause as far does, as does we he, know, he's unemployed. Yeah, he does Tokyo Drifts every day. Yeah, he, his only job is the Tokyo Drift, which being but the dog is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you ain't leaving me here. This is like, this isn't, this is cheap heat. They're trying to get us to fall in love with this dog. Yeah, because we know every. First of all, if you don't like dogs, I real, I seriously think something's wrong with you. Yeah. If if you're like anyone, if you're dating a man or a woman who doesn't like dogs, get out of the relationship yeah. because there's something wrong with that person. I yeah. I dated a girl who didn't like dogs. That's a step away yeah. from I I killed an animal as a child. Yeah. For I I knew a guy, eighty year old guy, did, used to do work for. He got bit when he was seven or eight and h- hated dogs ever since. I'm like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Seriously, I got bit by a child uh, as a child by a dog. Don't give a shit. I bit a dog. You it's bit no a big dog? Deal. Yeah. The dog still liked me. Yeah. I it, Get over it. Right. I had friends who got bit by dogs in Millhouse. So remem- yeah. remember, people, we're, le- we're dealing with a badass. This guy has a fucking wardrobe of affliction gear. Yes. So he drives a badass car, a Mustang. Not, not a 1970 Mustang. 1969? The sexier year. Yeah. It was a cool car. It, it but, was cool. But... Of course, he's got to drive a fucking classic muscle car because he's a badass. It's, you know, it's these little things you throw out there. you got to give something to the boomers. Yeah. You know, it's like Keanu Reeves is in that middle ground where it's like, yeah. is this for Gen X or for boomers? So you throw in the well, 60- according to millennials or Zoomers or whatever, I'm, I'm a boomer. So Gen X doesn't exist anymore. We just yeah. disappeared. We're yeah. all boomers. Anything Zoomers older, or boomers? A- anything I'm older sorry. than millennial is a boomer to <laughs> right. you know, the younger class. Yeah, we're the forgotten generation. So he's got to stop. The dog's like, I'm going with you because I'm lovable. And he jumps in the car and he's like, all right, bro. Right. I hope when... Ju- Never mind. I'm sorry. So they got to get some gas. I was surprised. There were some high prices for gas. I don't remember how. This is 10 years ago. I, I think saw it was almost this. $4. I noticed that. So that's would, in, but they're in New York. They I are. Remember, so well, it is expensive. Outside of New York. Well, this was, we're in the middle of like nowhere he's here. He's in Long Island. Yeah. I'm telling like, you. Okay. okay. So he's got to gas up first. And as he does, this <sighs> this was so coincidental, too. It also irritated uh, This me. I hated the happenstance here. I hate how coincidental it is. Also, 
you already notice if you look in the back of his car, pile with dog shit. So he already went and bought all the dog shit. He was just on his way back oh, home. Oh, okay. I did not notice that. Yeah, there's dog toys all over the back uh, back of seat. Because we're being trained by the director. No, this is a good guy. Yeah. He's doing the right thing for his dog. Good for him. So he stops his gas up, and then all of a sudden we hear this fucking hippity hoppity rap music blasted from a car. Again, for boomers, you know a bad guy because they're playing rap music. Right. And they stop, and I, you know they're bad because they're speaking Russian. Double bad. It, like we said with the fucking 80s movies, everything is Russian. This is a boomer movie. Get me some Twinkskis and shit, Twinkies. you know. There's a speaking Russian. Monica Twinski. And this is where you see Let's Griff's favorite character, Yosef. And he, the red-headed he, twerp. No, not my favorite character. Well, because he has a character. He has potential, but it And he, falls we see flat. he's got a guy, Victor, who's basically his handler. Yeah, you know, good Because he's, he's a spoiled kid, and he sees that sweet-ass 69 Mustang. Yeah. You know Victor came from, like, the impoverished family, yeah. and he got his chance. He's probably the son of the right-hand man of Vigo. Possibly. Yeah. Even though we know the son of the current right hand man of Vigo is the guy who does the car insurance commercials yeah, now. Yeah. So I didn't. He's supposed to be one of our comedic foils too, and yeah. it, it was just whatever. So it's like sweet car, bro. No, he doesn't talk. Like that. He actually talks with. He's like, like you said. He was born in America, so he has got an American perfect accent. English accent. Oh, is that a nineteen seventy? No, sixty nine. Then he does some... And then he does air guitars. He's, he turns into Ted from Bill and Ted. Hey, I do want to mention, I, I meant to mention this on the top half. We were going to go with a Keanu song because Keanu was in a band. Dogstar. Dogstar. When I think of Keanu Reeves, I was like, oh, I forgot he's an actor because I always think of Dogstar. You always think of Dogstar. Yeah, one of the best, he's one of my like bass influences <laughs> is, is Keanu. God, I had to listen to like three of those songs. We're like, is there anything here? He played... A show here once, and it made it made the news. People were so excited because Keanu showed up. Yeah, dogs what? are. Was it in the early nineties? Yes, it was in the early. 90s. Okay, I was gonna say because yeah. they they made a big deal. He recently joined Dogstar on stage again. Wow! And they were like twenty years since he's done this. So yeah. I just want to make sure. So cool car, bro. Give it to me. How much you want? Not for sale, bro. Yosef doesn't understand this because he's been given everything in his life. Yeah. So he leans into the passenger window. Oh, cool doggy with the fucking. He just explain he doesn't have an accent, Griff. Yeah, I know. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we got to differentiate him. So, yeah, cool doggy. I was going for the whole. Uh, uh, oh, God, I can't think of his name from the room. Tommy Wiseau. He does the whole Tommy he, Wiseau scene. Him is Vigo? Might have worked. Ooh. So no, it wouldn't have because he would have like he would have been in on it. It would have been like so much it. like he ruined Samurai Cop too. He would Jesus ruined Christ, this. Samurai Cop two got so he's just like because he like goes. Of course, this guy doesn't know Russian, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dog on him in Russian. He, he says in Russian. I also I was annoyed by the way they did the subtitles because it was like instead of just having him along the bottom, it was like a comic font. Yeah, they're all like popping up all over the place. They did it to make it feel like a fun action movie as opposed well, to like they, this... they did it to make it affliction cool. Yeah, affliction cool. Like only like squares just do the, the thing along the bottom. This movie was so serious, and yet they did so many weird little details like this to make yeah. it fun. And you're right, I I, I was kind of annoyed. And by he's that. like, and so in Russian he says every. Everybody's got a price for the million dollar man, bitch. And then John comes back at him. Not this bitch. 
Did we, did, you, did we both whisper it? No, I actually forgot some glad. Oh, okay. Not this bitch. And he's like, whoa, his eyes light up. Like, oh, my God, he knew Russian. Thankfully, Victor's there, pulls him away, leans uh, in. Sorry. He's a he's a mentally challenged, <laughs> you know, youth. He's got silver spoon in the mouth. He's a redhead. And yeah. then they all wink at each other. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And Victor, Victor, he knows this. Like we said, Victor comes from the impoverished lifestyle. He gets it. So then John heads to an airfield. Apparently, this guy lets him Tokyo drift on the tarmac. Yeah. All that's, that's, he's just in, he's enraged doing Tokyo drifting. And apparently, he dropped his dog off back at home because yeah. if he's doing this with a dog in the car, dog flying everywhere. terrible dog owner. <laughs> Put the dog in the trunk, Griff. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's they, there's like snow plows, and he's like drifting as close as he can to them. Yeah. And they're screaming. Tr- they're trying to show us, like, oh my God, he's still living on the edge. No, drive along the cliffs in a dangerous way, ride a motorcycle at night on, you know, dangerous terrain. This sucks. So, apparently, if you're a retired hitman, you spend your days Tokyo drifting, working on your. That, hey, I like that because. He does a lot of car stunts later, so it's like he practices this shit. So that's good. Is that like a natural? We learn that you're not born the greatest hitman on the world. It takes practice. You're right. You're right. You're right. There should be credit there. He is. He's using that. A little to, development there. Yeah, I like it. Okay. So he's worn out from drifting, so he drifts off to sleep. Thank you, Murray. And then Daisy, beautiful. Daisy hears something a stirring upon the against the door, and he runs out like any good, well trained dog. Runs up. Guys, seriously, this has been now maybe 27 hours this dog has been acclimated to this house. Yeah. Once, like I said, much I said, could he use the montage of him warming to this dog? No. That's all we That's all we needed. Yeah. Give us a fucking week with this dog. Dog just doing cute shit, and he, he, starts, he cracks a smile, you know? If anybody's had a puppy, you know it's not... Love at first, I mean, you love it at first sight, no, but then you get it home and you're like, oh my God, you're a terrorist in my house. You're pissing oh, everywhere. No. You're shitting everywhere. They, they made a mistake. All you need is, you, you You know, like, whenever I see a video with this person trying to be funny, I'm always just like, fuck these people. Like, I, I, never, I never crack a smile. Dogs, just being stupid dogs, always at least makes me smile. I don't yes. care what it is. They're just doing some dumb shit. Dogs yes. are so lovable because they're so stupid. They don't realize they're not. They're not fishing for clout. They're just living dog lives, and that's why I love animal videos. I hate when they do voiceovers. I hate when the owners are in there, like, "Hey, do your," th-, and they have jokes. Animals are fucking right. priceless because they just are. So Montage. we're missing. We it. these Russians. Uh, they're back. They have ski masks on. They they hit uh, John from behind, start beating the fuck out of him. The dog's obviously trying to protect him. Yeah. And they do something with that fucking dog. And then we get the, like, off the screen. And then I think broke his neck. I don't know what they did to the dog. I don't know what they did. But dog's that, just laying there on the floor. They, John's, like, coming in and out of consciousness. He sees the dog laying there. And then one guy pulls off his mask, and we see that little ratty little goatee, those crooked, jagged teeth, that fucking ginger hair. It's fucking Yosef. Yeah. And he is like, sleep tight, bitch, in Russian. 
Yep. And he hits him over the head and knocks John out. John comes to. Somehow, he he crawled to Daisy and embraced Daisy. He crawled to her and then crawled back to the spot he got knocked out. Because you notice the, <laughs> no, no, I think, the blood stain goes the other see, way, Murray. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where they fucked up again. It would have been more a pull on your heartstrings. You saw the dog like pulling itself towards John. Oh, and God. then it just collapsed in his arms. In which case, Dog wins the medal for Best Actor of the Year. But guys, like I alluded to earlier, this is what's known in the pro wrestling world. It's cheap heat. Everyone loves dogs. So, of course, we're all going to be like, kill every Russian on the planet because they killed this fucking dog. Right. And when you go to the theater, you spent $10 to go to a movie and everything – yeah, you're probably you're probably gonna be like, oh fuck yeah, I want to see this guy get beat up because I love dogs. I heard the dog cry. I want this. But when you see this movie a second time, you're like, oh fuck, this is lame. Third time is even worse. You're just like, oh, this dog is such a plant. We didn't even get a montage. Right. That's all we needed, and then I would have been on board. Right. I mean, I'm still annoyed. I I always want to see a dog abuser get killed. Uh, no, yeah. But it they didn't earn it, Griff. <laughs> Have the dog poop in the house once, chew up his furniture, shit on his dog star record or something. <laughs> Anything. Dogs do this shit. Make him a dog owner before I care about his dog dying. So, yeah. This doesn't... Yeah. See him throwing the ball outside, yeah, you know? I'm sorry. This, it makes me feel bad for the dog. It doesn't make me feel anything for John Wick. I don't give a shit about John Wick at this point. So... Uh, he comes to, he puts the dog like in a cigar box and buries him. I didn't know. Did he burn the dog too? How did it fit in that cigar box? I don't know. <laughs> it just did. Do all our murderous uh, assassins have uh, incinerators to burn people? Cleans up the blood and he just starts stewing. He's like, hmm, putting it in. It's like, how can I find this guy? All right. Meanwhile, Yosef, he stole that car, pulls up the old chop shop where his, his dad all the stolen vehicles get chopped up, being run by Aurelio, played by John Leguizamo. That's right. And uh, he, he is a man who hates Steven Seagal and often shits on him. Yes, which, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And he's like, he notices that. He's like the 69 Mustang. He's like, where the fuck did you get this car? Who gives a fuck, bro? It's fucking cool. I think I'm going to keep it for myself. No, no, no. You get this car out of here. Right. So we don't get this whole interaction, everything. We get John Wick. He realizes exactly what's going to happen now that his car was stolen. There's a baseball bat lodged into his, his other car, yeah. which, is, of course, is an SUV. Of course. His wife's car. Yeah. Um, get the groceries. And he's like, well, I can't take that car. So he gets on the bus. Again, he's like in the middle of nowhere. Where does he go get on the bus? Public transit is awful in the Midwest. They're, they're not in the Midwest. They're in Pennsylvania. No, they're not. Where are they? He's in Long Island. Like I said, that's what Long Island looks like. It's suburban, Griff. Not all of New York is fucking Manhattan. All right? I forget how big Pennsylvania is, Murray. You're obsessed with... We're not talking about Pennsylvania. I don't know why you're obsessed with Pennsylvania. Because they have Pennsylvania plates. Why would they have that? Because New York's in Pennsylvania. Isn't Long Island... New York is in Pennsylvania? New York's its own state? (laughs) I'm going to ignore that you just said this conversation. (laughs) I thought that that was all Pennsylvania. Are you being serious now? What the fuck are you doing? Wait, where does New York start and Pennsylvania end? So, I'm going to ignore everything you just said. So... 
John gets on the bus. Make apparently there's a stop at the chop shop because John just gets right out of the chop shop. I love this about the bu- again the convenience of this movie, the gas station scene, the bus stopping here. Did he pay the guy gold doubloon? Why did they go here? I don't know. It, maybe the bus is part of the secret uh, assassin world. Like they have their own bus routes and shit. Oh, Pennsylvania and in New York begins. Yeah. So uh, he goes in. He's like. Greets Aurelio. He's like, is my car here? And he's like, uh, no. Let me tell you what happened. Let me pour you a drink. And I'm going to tell you what happened with the Yosef. And so we, uh, we, well, he like, he tell him that he's like, Yosef this, is Vigo's son. Yeah. They, like he, Keanu, of course, already knows that Yosef, or he knows about Vigo. Yeah. Cause he worked for Vigo. Right, and so Aurelio has to tell him, like, yeah, you get, you got fucking knocked up by Yosef. So this this annoyed me because the Quincy he just bumps into the son of the guy he worked for for allegedly years. It just coincidentally happens, and then his son attacks him and robs him. It's a movie of coincidences, yeah. Murray. So uh, so he's just like. Look, when Aurelio says, look, when Osef came, I told him to get the fuck out of here. I said, give the car back. You don't know who you're fucking with. And I punched him in his fucking face. That's how much I respect you, John. This is Vigo's son, the guy who runs Russian New York and parts of Russian Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, and, and he's like, I told the guy to kill me because I was like, I'm not going. I'm not crossing John Wick. Right. We're not just doing the audio version. We're getting to see when you watch the movie, you get to see him because uh, he punches. Yeah. yeah, he punches uh, Yosef in the face, and so Victor, one of one of the, I don't think it was Victor, it was the other goon, the guy who always wears the fucking flat build baseball hat on the top, was that the guy that style. was playing the video game. Yeah, it might have been, okay. but he's always floating a baseball cap. New York, I'm sorry. New York is a state. Of course it is. It's I a don't state know. of mind. It's an empire state of mind. It's an empire state of yours. Uh, so he puts a gun to Aurelio's face. He pulls the gun and says, fucking do it. Fucking do it. Over this. Do yeah. it. Kill so me. So this is where they start building up the legend of John Wick, which, look, we've said it on every Keanu movie we've done. I'm Switzerland with Keanu Reeves. He there's nothing offensive about him. There's nothing ginty esque about him, but I never bought him as this dangerous, the most dangerous man on the planet. Bullshit that they lead us to believe he is. So I was kind of always out of the movie. Like I was never fully invested. Yeah, because I'm like I can't Keanu. What? Yeah. There's not enough there to make me buy him. Like I enjoy his other action movies way more because he's more aloof in all those when you give me badass kiana i'm just whatever so he's like uh can i have a car and it's like yeah sure whatever you want john so john takes a car did we get into a stolen the- car by the way john what the fuck man this is somebody's fucking property as far as we know yeah did we get into the fact that aurelio gets a call from vigo or is that right s- now this happens okay so as john leaves vigo calls up and he's like why'd you fucking punch my son he's like sir he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And then Vigo's like, oh, shit. Okay, all right, I understand. Like, <laughs> it's okay, you punch my son. And so we're like, once again, we're like, oh, my God, this John Wick guy is legendary. We're getting Seagal-level threads here to go on. Right. Oh, was Vigo's quote from the movie. Oh, hang up. 
Goes to his right-hand man, Avi, like you said, the guy from those. I don't know. It's an insurance thing. I don't remember. I, I see. Is it Allstate? It's Allstate. It's one of them. That's, a, that's, a, that's what's so bad about these insurance commercials. They're they, everywhere. They're everywhere, yet I don't remember what the product is. Why would I remember? Like, I, I, mean, I know it's insurance, but I don't know the brand. General. Uh, progressive. There's Flow. There's fucking Geico. Like, Geico. I don't know what's what. I don't care. Yeah. And then there's uh, Allstate, which is what. Uh, I believe he's, he is. He's chaos, I believe, is what he that's what he plays or something like that in the Allstate ads. Right. Or whatever. So he's like he's like, get Yosef, wherever the fuck he is. Yosef's partying or something right now. Yeah. I need to see Yosef. So Yosef comes up, Dad, what's wrong? It was just a car. Pummels his fucking son, punches him in the dick. He's punching he gives him a shot of oh, I don't know, maybe some kind of Vodka, because they're Russian. Can Russians not drink any other alcohol? They should have been a bottle of JB uh, whiskey. Oh, my God. That would have been a great uh, nod to the past. Yeah. Uh, so he gives him some vodka, and Yosef's just like, Dad, I'm trying to go out and fuck some pussy tonight. You just fucking bruised my balls, Dad. He Yosef literally says nothing in here. This could have been a good building moment for Yosef as an obnoxious twat that we want to see killed. But we don't get any more obnoxious twatness what from him. What we get is the Steven Seagal moment. Yeah. The backstory. We're so his dad's Vigo's punching him in the gut, making him vomit up his precious vodka, and he's telling him, you fucked with John Wick. We call him Baba Yaga, which I know Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga is a witch from the Gizio with the Boogeyman. No, Baba Yaga is a witch from Russian folklore who lives in a house that has chicken legs. So I don't know why they just didn't say boogeyman. John, that's not Baba Yaga. John Wick always wears a suit, so we know he doesn't have. We I don't know, it, know what. I saw his house. There were no chicken legs. I saw his legs. There were no chicken legs. So and while he's saying this, we get the scene where John is going back on his work. He, he he gave up the fucking life for this woman he fell in love with. I don't remember Ellen. I think was her name. <laughs> and Mrs. Wick. I don't fuck. I think IMDb literally says Mrs. Wick. <laughs> Isn't this great? Like, yeah, he's motivated because his dog died. <laughs> Daisy? What was his wife's name? Alan? I don't know. This was so corny, this fucking scene. It's supposed you to be You thought bad. it was corny? Yes. It's supposed to be badass. It's so stupid. I thought it was kind of cool. I didn't think it was cool at all. Cool. I, I see I see you're wearing an affliction shirt, so that makes <laughs> sense. But he goes to the, his basement room and starts with a sledgehammer hitting the fucking uh, foundation. Uh, foundation, room. yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then he's like, Papa Yaga, the boogeyman. He's like, he's not the boogeyman, Yosef. He's the man who kills the boogeyman. I will tell you, one time I sent him into an impossible mission. He no, this was, this was, this was this oh, you're right, you're right. Th- this I was saw a different kill one. I man with a pencil. 30 men with a single pencil. Didn't sharpen it once in between. He found a woman he loved. He wanted to quit the business. I wanted to keep him. So I gave him a choice. An impossible task. And he and he's like, everything you see around you came from that task. He succeeded. We have we own New York because of that impossible. He never reveals what the impossible task was. Not Pennsylvania, New York. It, it's just, I realize now it's a state. It's, it's just yes. It's a state of mind and a state. <laughs> and I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> were you serious about that? I'm serious about oh my that. God. I am, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I, am I was so born sorry. in New York State, you fucking That's moron. Buffalo, Jesus New Christ. York. Oh, my God. So he's just so, it's just like, it, 
you fucked up, son. I I mean, if this guy's so dangerous, I'd be like, take my son. But he loves his son enough that he's like, we got to get you the fuck out of here. And uh, <sighs> so now John open. He breaks open. He's got this Kinjatashe case some, in cement. He opens yes. it up. It's just some guns. They weren't even like cool looking guns. They're not guns. cool. Everything's just black. Uh, drab. Drab on drab on drab. But the only thing that really glimmers here is you get that. Murray, we're too good at movies. So you immediately noticed it. I immediately noticed it in the case along with just the black guns and grenades. And the black case. There was a bronze long in there too. Yeah. yeah. Was some gold coins. Some the gold doubloons. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And as he's fingering through the uh, Bronschlong, he, well, he's a loner now. He's got no wife and no dog. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I got to bust Are this out again. Are you saying his wife pegged him? Maybe. Okay. Hey. With the Bronschlong, why would he put it in the cement? Why wouldn't he have that out? That's a good point. He didn't want her to know about that so, one. So as, yeah, as he's staring through the balloons, ring, 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 ring. He's got the old push button, touch button phone. He's got, yeah, the fucking rotary phone. No, it was a push button. It was a push? Okay. But still, it's about fucking... No, he's had one of those in like 30 years. Barely, yeah. And it's Vigo doing the, thi- the the right thing. Apologizing. Right, and Vigo's shot is through his own vault where you see gold coins, the same gold doubloons in his vault. So you're like, oh, planting little seeds. Murray, they should have left it here with the gold coins, yeah. the gold doubloons. I fucking hate where this movie goes. Well, they're world building. They're they actually, they saw the saga, which they were right. John Wick became the saga. I would have been fine if this movie would just been one movie and then that was it. I go, that's a nice little cult movie. Right. You know? I like the gold coins as a currency. I like the idea. I like the scene with Charlie that we see in a minute here. I would have left it there. I wouldn't have done the whole continental shit for the first movie. Right. So Vigo is doing the right thing. He's like, John... I, I want to apologize. My son, he's a dickhead. I, I, I mean, but it was just a dog, you know. Can you get over it? Can we, can we work this out? <sighs> <sighs> Click. So then he goes to his avi. All right, I guess we're going to have to fucking kill John. I mean, send out our best man. I, 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 there was a badass line here. What did he say? Enough. All John Wick did was breathe into the phone. He said, enough. And he's like, get your best men on that guy. How many? How many do you have? Send them all. And he's like, there's a building. Once again, this is a goal moment. We're building. This guy's dangerous. So we got John preparing. How does he prepare? He takes a warm shower. Yeah, you got to loosen up the muscles. Got to show off his awful fucking tattoos. But yeah, badass if you're wearing an affliction shirt. See, look, his, tattoo, his tattoo looked like an affliction design. Oh my the back God. piece. The affliction is coming back so is you're right. John supposed to be Russian as well? John Wick is not a Russian name as far as I'm, as far as I know. I don't know. It would be Ivan Wick. Wick hey, Wickski. I don't it, what I don't know what the benchmarks going to be for how we do the sequel to is this. Is he movie. culturally appropriating Russian shitty Russian prison tattoos? As far I as mean, we know his name is uh a, I don't know a Russian name. His name should be Ivan Wickski. I would like. Oh, that's good. I because like Ivan is the Russian version of John. Oh, so, is it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So he's showering. He said like he puts his best suit on. Cause he's a badass. And he starts going around and turning off all the lights. Right. And this is where the strike force hits. It's just guys in suits and ski masks. I. 
again the affliction the uh uh what's our what's our influencer man now who we make fun of Andrew Tate Andrew Tate Ed like, Hardy a little bit of that thrown in yeah uh, and who Ed Hardy Ed Har- oh god well it's definitely not Ed Hardy because he's wearing a suit he's doing <laughs> the whole Andrew Tate he puts on some sweet shades and turns off all the lights and it's like mm, okay. But it's like your shoes would slip all over your fucking nice linoleum floors and all that. These are not the shoes for the job, as far as I can Dude, tell. We have linoleum floors. Oh, of course. I the cool thing would be hardwood floors. Hardwood. That yeah. would make sense. But when you're in the kitchen, you don't do it. Well, maybe I guess you do. I don't know. Anyways, tile. I don't know. But these are still sleek shoes. Everything super stylized. Of course, this is what people thought we were going to go with. And... Yeah. That's another one of my gripes with it, but that's that's not just John Wick. That's just modern movies, stylized. Yeah, I hate that. Give me the grit. Give me the 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 fucking. Series. I would have been much happier if he did this scene where he was surprised and he did it in his underwear. You know, do the do the classic '90s '80s action scene where you're in your underwear, you're surprised, you get to see some of that physique. But, he, but that's what they're setting up. John Wick is always ten steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah, that's true. So he knew. Like, of course, he would know Vigo's going to send some shit. So that that makes sense to me. So After he, he, his he, huff and puff, he, phone yeah, call. He, he prepared himself. And I, there's not much to say. It's just him going through the house shooting people. I mean, it's, it's a neat action scene. But yeah, I mean, not- like I said, I I give it points. Looks like Keanu's doing most of the work, and there's not a lot of quick cuts. I can see what's happening. I appreciate that. A lot of shooting people in the face. It's cool. It it gets you going. The music's awful, but it's got a vibe to it. Um, There's like the the main scene that's notable here is when he gets in like a struggle where a guy grabs a knife from his kitchen. That was good. He they like tussle for a little while. There's a. Felt like a real struggle. Yes. And then John gets him down. And the, look, the guy literally looks like he's fighting for his life. And then John, like, I think he thought he was a vampire because he starts staking the dude with the right. knife. It was like pounding the end. It of was it. like he couldn't do it with two hands. So he removes one hand to hammer. That makes sense. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I was like, this is very. Yeah. It, so it, yeah, and then that, that's the last guy takes him out, and now it's time for some cleanup. So he goes back down to his touchstone phone, and he makes a he makes a reservation. Because remember, this is a secret society, people. And and so uh, the cops come. We see cops we, come first. Yeah. Yeah. We see like the flashing light because he's got those like douchey like window Fogged. doors. Yeah. Fogged windows. And the guy's like, uh, we see they have some history. Jimmy, the cop, he's like yeah. John, I. I got a complaint for some noise. Like, noise complaint? Of and, course. And John opens the he's door. like, are you working again, John? Yeah, John opens the, like, reveals, opens the door a little bit more because yeah. he was blocking it to reveal that there's dead bodies everywhere. Oh, you working again, John? Just sorting some stuff out, bro. Well. And then he's like, okay, that's all I needed. And the cop goes away. So then he makes the call to the uh, his dinner reservation as he's touching those coins, my precious. And then we get a knock at the door again, and we see a very familiar, not a familiar face to Graham. Not me. He didn't no. notice at all. I noticed, but he had fucking pop bottles on his fingertips, Griff. That's how he he didn't he didn't ring the doorbell. Like cling 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 cling. John, we come out to play 
Murray, if they did anything like this to make anybody stand out, I would have been so happy. But they do nothing to make anybody stand out. Well, also, it doesn't help when you notice everyone's in the dark. Like, yeah. the lighting is very bad. Yeah. And it's fucking I, Sully from Commando. I don't know his real name. David Patrick something or other. Oh, uh, yeah. It's da- Fellow David, Detroiter. I want to say David Patrick Kelly. I think they were right. Yeah. Fellow Detroiter, by the yeah, way. Very Irish name. And yeah, it's good to see him. He's another great character actor. I love him. Would have loved a little bit more interaction. There's a lot of great casting in this. Willem Dafoe, Ian McShane as Winston. Like you know, there's some. The potential in this movie is incredible. The fact that they were like, no, we got to get to the next action scene and have more long dog sad scenes is. So then we get a cleanup scene. They wrap everybody in saran wrap, and they take the buys away. John gives him a couple little doubloons. Right. Don't remember what song was playing here, but it wasn't good. <laughs> well, no, it was douchey music. So now Vigo uh, goes to Marco, Willem Dafoe's character, because he know we know like at I, we still don't know what the history is. I was assuming they were rivals, right? At this point, and it, and this 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 uh, scene tells me that that's what it is. Well, it, it, like we said when. Keanu notices uh, uh, Marco there at his funeral. He's a little nervous about it. Like, literally, remember when I, th- I said I thought his wife got shot with a sniper? I thought it was Marco who killed her. Right. That's his tool of trade is the sniper rifle. Right. So you're thinking, like, oh, shit, Marco might not be a good guy after all. He might have been there as an antagonist. And he, uh, he's, t- he's listening to v- Vigo's thing. Vigo's like, look, I got to get John off the street now, he's like, how much are you offering? Two mil is a contract. Is it, an, is it an open contract? Yes, it is. I, I'm worried. I know you can do it, Marco, but I got to cover my own bases. So everyone's open, it's open, but I know you can do it. Right. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. No problem. So Vigo is telling Abby he's got to hide Yosef at the Red Circle. Right, which is like some club. So now Marcus, uh, he's got his. He pulls. This is where Griff's favorite song of the movie comes out because this is the theme song of Marcus. Oh jeez, I didn't even reckon. I thought it was disturbed, and Murray's like, "No, you sweet baby <laughs> idiot. We gotta kill people. We kill strangers. Yeah, we gotta kill strangers. So we don't kill the ones we love. Of course, you know we all remember the great woman abuser Marilyn Manson. Right. Yes, it's it that's it's that douchey. In the year two thousand and fourteen of our Lord Jesus Christ, you're playing a fucking Marilyn Manson song. And it looked like it was a modern song. Way from past what I could relevance. Tell. Way past relevance. So but now it's again affliction. This yeah. movie's afflicting us with my fucking Marilyn Manson. I'm just so used to hearing his voice like hitting behind so much like a uh, production. I, I, I was surprised. And he's getting, Mar- this is Marcos, Marcus's theme song where he's getting a sniper because he's got his own, everyone has their own little hidey hole where they keep all their shit. Right. And he open, he, it's, like, it's like underneath a fucking staircase or some shit. He opens the door and he's got all his weaponry and he pulls out his sniper rifle. Right. Again, we're doing like the cool assassin world like we saw in The Mechanic, but yeah. everybody is so douchey. But no we're one do- is Right, cool. we're doing douchey cool. We're douche not cool. doing like, hey, let's take some time with this. Let's. We're not real- doing Charles Bronson, like smoking a pipe, squeezing a ball of wax, wax. watch like going over his shit. Right, like this movie, I 
great job for having like a cool action movie, but it doesn't work in any other way. Your story is so fucking dumb. We could have had a great Marcus scene where he's like listening to real music and like music Marcus would like and squeezing a wax ball and like, you know, fucking some bitch or some dude. I don't care. Anything cooler than what he's just doing, which is laying in bed waiting for his phone to ring. He's so boring. Everybody is so boring and an inch deep. Cut to John Wick showing up at the Continental, which is an assassin uh, hotel. This is the greatest character development good on Marcus. He's watching John arrive while eating a hot dog. Yes. With only a little bit of mustard on it. No ketchup. I like that. No relish. No, so that's all we get. As John walks into the lobby, he bumps into Miss Perkins, lovely lady, and he's like, Miss Perkins, it's like John. And then so we're like, all right, there's some history between these characters. Did she call him John or Jonathan? I noticed a lot of people called I him think, Jonathan. I, did they? I thought only Winston called him Jonathan. Uh, the bartender which, also called him which, Jonathan. Which, by the way, no, like Jonathan, because his name is John Wick, J-O-H-N. Yeah. There's no H in John. Well, there is an H in Jonathan, but it's not J-O-H-N-A-T-H-O-N. Yeah, no, yeah my, my brother John is a <laughs> yeah. J-O-H-N. Yeah. He's not Jonathan. Jonathans are usually J-O-N, like yeah. you were saying. Yeah. So this doesn't make sense that two characters like, ah, Jonathan, they're doing that just to rib him, maybe? He's... <laughs> you know what we needed? You know what we needed? It would make it so good if Winston went, Mr. Jonathan! <laughs> And then, but no, we didn't get that. Where, what movie is that from? Black Shampoo. Thank you. Which we've done, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. If like if you like, if there was a little like barber shop like in the Continental, and he goes, "Mr. Jonathan, you're back," and he gets a little snip. That's that why I'm so saying awesome. everything about the Continental should have been saved for the sequel. You yeah. could have done everything you did in this movie without including the Continental. Yeah. Do the gold doubloon shit. <laughs> Don't bring up the secret society until the second movie. Right. So he goes up to the receptionist, Caron. Play. Uh, this guy's another great actor who pops up, and he usually died actually. But yeah, uh, yeah he did. It, Lance but, Riddick. Yeah, he's cool. I love Lance Riddick. From he, your favorite show, The Wire. He did one of my. There was two guys from The Wire in this movie. Harry is from The Wire too. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did one of my favorite bits on Eric Andre. Where he came out in chains, saying he wishes he was Lavar Burton. I wish I would evolve. I wish I would evolve. Where's my iconic slave role? Hey, motherfucker. I wish I would evolve. Fuck all y'all. Fuck all y'all. Wolf speed, don't rainbow read me, nigga. Roots. Yeah, and then he had the uh, the fucking uh, Jordy. And so he's come out. I wish I was LeVar Burton. I wish I was LeVar Burton. So So he's like, he greets him. He's like, you haven't been here in over four years. So now we're like, we're doing the timeline because my mind's thinking, why doesn't, if if John Wick is so legendary, why doesn't Yosef, who's at least 20, or at least 21 because he's in a bar, but then again, he can do whatever you want. Why doesn't he know about the great legendary John Wick? Why would right. he fuck with this guy? We have to assume it's the folly of a teen boy. He just doesn't care, you know, right. like, I early can, 20s. Yeah, I can beat up anybody. I'm invincible. And I get it. I'm fine with them just kind of. Because maybe that maybe that was probably. See, this just makes no sense because that would lead me to believe that Victor did recognize John Wick. And that's why he was like, hey, leave this guy alone at the gas station. Right. But then why would they come you know, back? You know what? I'd even consider his yeah. friends. But yeah. Victor especially, the guy who takes the shit seriously because 
his life would be shit without this, you know, connection. So, yeah, I agree with that. So, okay, so as far as we know, he's been out of the business for at least four years, according to what, you know, he hasn't been in the Continental at least for four years. Well, he comes in. Do you have to go to the Continental? Is that where you get your hits? Like, well, I don't know, because I'm not going to, unless, well, if this episode does really well, yeah, then we'll do other ones, yeah, but I'm we'll not going to go out. I'm not going to search out John Wick. We're, we're not leaving this movie being like, oh, my God, <laughs> John Wick leaves us wanting more. You said in. I got op- enough. Yeah. You said in opening. It was just like, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, Lance Riddick, Caron. 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 He mentioned, John's like, oh, the place got a facelift. Yes, for the last four years we've been renovating. Same owner, same owner. So we know the same person apparently owns the Continental. Which I'm sure like plays out later in the, the sequels. Right. But we're not going to know that unless you listen to this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so apparently we're doing some kind of build up there, but then we're also left to... Uh, believe that John Wick hasn't been here in at least the time it's been since the construction happened. Right. So four years plus is the last All time right. John was here. So John goes up to his room. He, he reminds himself why he's doing this by watching another video of his wife on his phone. The same video that we saw in the opening scene. And then he takes the elevator down to the bowels of the building, goes through where the laundry and the kitchen is. Right, and... It was good casting here. Like, multicultural, everybody was down <laughs> Doing here. Doing menial labor, yes. Uh, yeah, there was coke on the towels. They were snorting off it. I loved it. Great job here. Goes to this door. It's like a vault door, and there's a little coin slot. Throws in a doubloon. That's all. That's the toll. I loved it. A little, like, uh, you see in a confession booth. Slides open, and then slides shut, and then the door opens. Because they recognize John Wick. <laughs> And then right here, this is like, if you're a douche, this is the place you want to hang out at. All right. And they're like playing jazz and doing cool shit. Yeah, they're playing uh, like hard, thumping, bassy music, but then they're also playing classy jazz at the same time. (laughs) It was weird. The sound system was amazing in that you could be on one half, loud, thumping, house-type music. All the other half, jazz music. Live jazz music. John approaches Winston, played by the great Ian McShane. Al Swearinger on uh, Deadwood. He, thought, he wanted to talk about a great mustache. His death mustache on uh, fucking Deadwood was fucking up. Deadwood point. is one I've been meaning to watch. I hear uh, that's really good. Up and down. Up and First down? season was good. I didn't like the second season. Third season was I'm good. I'm going to watch Deadwood. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do it. It's. I, I will tell you this. It's weird because it's, you know how like, Shakespeare, it's English, but it's kind of weird, like yeah. the way they talk. Well, it's no, not, it's, a, it's, it's like a earlier language. Well, well no, it's, it's, it's what it is is, it's an affectation. It isn't like no people didn't talk like this. Oh. But it, it's one of those things. Once you get, you're going to be like jarred the first couple episodes. But then once you get into it, it's almost like Shakespeare. Okay. If someone can do it really well, you can understand Shakespeare. Okay. But so, and there's tons of swearing in it. Everyone's cocksuckered this, fuck you, that kind of. Is shit. that why people liked it? I guess it's just different. Even though they said at the time, like. Back in those days, 1800s, saying damn or hell was like saying fuck. So that's so like people really didn't say fuck every other word, but they wanted to make, you know, it would make you seem like how people be offended by saying hell and damn. I feel like know? that'll make my eyes roll a little bit after a while. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. But he's he's great in it, and so is uh, Timothy Oliphant, who plays. Oh, know. Timmy Oliphant? Yeah, he's, oh, the, he's, he's the sheriff. Yeah, I need to see this. Yeah. So, uh, so he approaches Winston, and he's just like. You back? Are you in? Just visiting, bro. Because it's much like much like the mob. You think you're out, they pull you back in. 
Right. So John is trying to get information. He's looking for Vigo, I guess, at this point. Or no, he's just, of course, looking for I, uh, Yosef. Uh, yeah, he's like, where is he? He's trying to get information. Winston's being reluctant. Like, you know, you can't fucking do this. You can't come here. You know in the Continental you can't do any kind of this business, first of all. Right. You can't be asking me these types of questions. This is a safe place for... Like, like nope, no fighting, right? No killing, no nothing. And if you do kill somebody at the Continental, you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. You do not do that. But he, but but then he also drops word is somebody's willing to fucking try. To, he's like, look out, John, because word on the street is somebody's willing to take the, the, that two million dollar contract and attack you here. So he knows now that he has a two million dollar contract on his head. Right. Uh, he doesn't know any more about it, but he knows this two yeah, million on his head. Um, and then he also learns that, um, you know, John, if you're going to be fucking around, you can't just dip your toes into this world. You dip a toe, you're in. Your balls deep or nothing. You don't, you don't fucking play with a little tip. You go balls deep. It's personal, man. So he's like, I don't know anything, John. Just enjoy your drink. Have a good time. So John goes to the bar. We meet his friend, Addie. Classic. Every quote-unquote dive bar has this female bartender, the yeah. chick with the sleeve tattoo. She had beautiful- 1940s or 50s haircut. I was haircut. just going to say, she had the beautiful 1940s. I was shocked she didn't have like a fucking flower in her hair. It was right. the most cliche, but it, 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 it tracks because every quote-unquote dive bar, has yeah. this female bartender. The uh, hot chick that every dude wants to fuck. Yeah, but no one, yeah. she's so annoyed with everybody yes. that she doesn't talk to anybody, but Jonathan somehow broke through. And yes, Murray, she did call him Jonathan. So two people oh. in a row call him Jonathan, even though he's the wrong John. And he orders a drink and like... Uh, no, compliments of the house. He gets a oh. drink. And it's just placed in front of him on a napkin. He removes the drink. Thanks. This is my favorite drink. Ice Cube with Jack Daniels. JB. At least least it ain't fucking vodka. 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 And she's like, I don't know anything. Wink. And then he looks down the napkin. It says Red Circle. That's where Yosef's at. So he's got a new lead. All right. So uh, John goes to the Red Circle. We get cuts of, like, the club interiors. We're seeing the multiple Super floors. Super douchey. I think Andrew Tate was in the background, like, coming on a girl's face. It was just horrible. Yeah. Horrible scene. Oh. You know a lot of sex crimes happen in this place. Oh, my God. Co- By the way, every oh, but, but at the same time, I was... Because this movie's R-rated, Griff. Because it's like... Because since uh, uh, Yosef is, like, a VIP... He has access to like the VIP rooms, the spa and the sauna. Every because this is a three layered cake. And yeah, and remember these are Russians. Russians love their fucking Russian baths, Griff. We learned that from Red Heat. Euros, yeah. But this would upset me because in the eighties, we're in a we're tits would be everywhere, and in the modern day, asses would be everywhere. You're in literally a Russian bathhouse. That implies nudity. Everybody would be naked. Yeah. No. Girls are all fucking bikinis. They're wearing the fucking 1920s fucking bathing suits that yep. like go down their knees. I want the director's cut because director, if you're a real director, you did a full nude scene of this. There's a Joel Coleman looking motherfucker in this <laughs> in this uh, spa. He jumps out on John Wick in a little while here, and you know what? Have that guy's dick flash out a little bit there. I don't care. Have some naked chicks in here. It's a fucking spa. The service staff. Should probably be It's nude. supposed to be this totally decadent, only VIPs allowed, you know, you're getting your dick sucked, whatever. 
No, they're wearing fucking bathing suits. Enough said. There's a lot of ass hanging out of the bathing suit. No, no. We need bare ass. Full ass. And again, equal opportunity. Have some dicks flopping. Have some men ass in here. I can okay without that, but have we need titties at it's least. It's a spa. We need there, titties. What was Arnold wearing in that scene? The tiniest towel. Tiniest. Yeah. I'm sure Joe Coleman's mom was like, his dick's going to pop out of that towel at any moment. I think his dad would have said that, too. His dad was probably right there cheering along. <laughs> like, oh, my God, we're going to see Arnold's dick in this movie. Again. That's a beautiful thing to bond over. We get none of that in this fucking movie. This rated R, yeah. super violent movie has no tits, yeah. no ass. And not even really that violent. There wasn't a lot of blood in this movie. There's a lot of suggestion and a lot of blood splattered in the yeah. background, but yeah. it wasn't like people with blood all over. Yeah. I've been more grossed out by the dumb action movies we do. And then to top it off, horrible Euro fucking techno playing. <laughs> pump, <laughs> pump, <laughs> Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. So John is outside. We see a doorman. Another fellow Detroiter. Big sexy. Kevin Ash. Griff did not recognize the seven foot tall man. <laughs> All right. This is the All only right. thing I gleaned from IMDb. And it's actually pretty good. Because John walks up behind him, puts a gun to his head. And he's like, oh, you're looking good. You look like you lost some weight, Francis. And he's like, 20 pounds. That was this and Big Sexy himself explained this according to IMDb. Okay, that was code in lost some weight, twenty pounds, meaning there's twenty men in there protecting Yosef. Oh, interesting. So he's like, "Well, you can go, Francis. I'm out of here." And he's like, this, and then once again, how badass this giant man is like scared shitless. Yeah, of John. Ke- Keanu Wick. tells him, "Francis, why don't you take the night off?" And Francis is like, "You got it, sir." Takes his earpiece out, and we never see him again. I I like that. I like that. Right. There's some things you be cute and super inconspicuous with. Your main characters, no, you don't fucking do that. Have Yosef in there ripping trunks down or something. Have him being a fucking shit. Yes. Like, have us want to see this guy dead. I mean, like I said, cheap heat. We all want to see a dog abuser die. Yes. But I need more. I, you, like, I need, you got to build it. Right, I want to see him. See him like, yeah, like, like slapping bitches and shit. Like, suck my dick, you bitch. Like, right, have no. him sprinkle out a line of he coke on like his ass crack. Yeah, he's just having a great time, and his buddies are too. They're literally singing together. <laughs> That's it. How do I? And it's that fucking horrible Marilyn Manson song. Like, enough keep, with that. Keep reminding me. Keep pushing his arrogance further. I want to see him die. John Wick's murdering so many people to get to him, and he's singing with his friends in a club. So John makes his way down to like the locker room, bathroom area of this pasana. We see him like stabbing, quietly yes. killing people. He finally gets to the bottom floor, the spa. As, floor. And as we know, when you stab someone, they cannot make a sound. There, so there that, a, that fits. There was a whole bathroom scene where he finds out he's in the spa and he like bashes the guy's face on the count. It was doesn't that Victor matter. Who he beats up. What's that? Was that Victor? He beats I believe. Up? It, I believe it was. So I was like, Where's Yosef? We do get to learn about like the main guard as well. Again, another villain who doesn't get built up in any way. We just know he's the main guard, and he's going to get one over on yeah, John Yeah, he never even comes back, does he? He does. does he, he, get, a, he just gets nonchalantly killed at the end, Yes, right? he's a driver, and he just gets thrown off. Yeah. Again, the build-up of villains. They Pointless. had a guy with a great beard and a handlebar mustache, that bald guy. 
Oh, I didn't. Even, I he don't remember was, him. He, he just had a great look. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he killed. I, I barely remember him. Was he one of the guard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I do. Yeah, no, it, it's so, total young bucks. They so don't he tells, he's like, his Victor is like the best friend of Joseph's. Where's Joseph? Like, fuck you, John Wicks. John's just smashing his face into the fucking sink. Yeah, and then of course after getting smashed three times, he's in the spa, dude. You should have just asked twice. Said so, please. John, ninja style, Shokazugi style, is skulking, stabbing, shooting. He finally gets a notice in the spa, has to tackle guy through some towels. Loud noise, but with all that fucking Euro techno happening, no one notices until John has to start busting out his gun and shooting people. And even then, it's not full-on panic record screech. It's like, we don't know how to actually pause the music. We don't know how to turn it down. That's controlled elsewhere. So you got the loud pulsing music. Finally, people are starting to react. Yosef's being ushered out. Yeah, he's running out in his John, trunks. Yeah, John notices him and is trying to like line up a shot walking towards the spa that he was hanging out in with his buddies. And that's when we see the fucking jacked guy in his tiny trunks. That's the closest we saw to you know any kind of nudity. Grab his gun arm and lift it up. But John like kicks him in the gut. And shoots him a few times, and we just get more John shooting people. Yeah, it's just shooting. That's it. It's, like, it's like watching, like a playing a shooter. Watching someone play a shooter video game. Yeah, which yeah. So we watch uh, Yosef run up into the dance floor, yeah. like on the first floor, and John slowly go up there. He's shooting people along the way. He's yeah, but he, remember he's a matrix shooter, so he can go around people. So he hits any innocent people. Yeah, he's on the dance floor. Crowded dance floor, getting accosted. Nope. I mean, if that happened in real life, there'd be a stampede. Everyone's chill. Like if they're so, it's just a slave to the rhythm. They're just dancing away. Still, maybe what they're trying to do is there's these games now where you have to attack with the beat of songs. Maybe John has been playing those games, or maybe those games were inspired by this, and he was shooting to the bass drops or something <laughs> where no one noticed and also the bullets just stayed inside the bodies or something because you think shooting somebody point blank there's shrapnel there's bullets getting through anything but no he's able to shoot these people nine times on the dance floor not hit anybody else and continue his pursuit yosef escapes he jumps into a getaway car takes off but there's still john's got to take care of these fucking he guards th yeah he thinks he's up in like a vip room he goes up to the second floor from the dance floor and that's where he meets your bald-headed uh, yeah, mustache man. Right. He gets through him no problem, right? And yeah, it's, and then he has no problem with anybody except for the, the main guard main guy, who he confronts here. And so uh, at this point, had John been harmed at all? No, but he gets shot in the chest, and there's no, like, and he, he blows it off. Like, there's no reveal that he has a bulletproof vest on. I'm assuming he does because he gets shot. And falls down by that guy, whoever that guy is, the main fucking security guy. Yeah. And then they have a struggle where the guy grabs a fucking champagne bottle, smashes it on John's he, arm. He was shot before he got to the main goon. Okay. But so still, that, he's yeah. shot, and he's not, like, selling it at all. Which yeah. Which I guess, assuming he has a bulletproof vest on. Yeah, he sold it for a minute, he went down to the ground, and then he got back up, and he was like, I'm ready to go. So he's struggling with the main security guy. He's, the guy smashes the champagne bottle on his forearm because he blocks it. Yeah. And then he stabs John in the, in the fucking side with the bottle, which would be fucked up. Yeah, it's gnarly as fuck. And then he throws John over the balcony. This is literally... My favorite scene of this fucking movie because it actually means something. I'm actually like, oh shit, John Wick is finally in over his head. Right. And I was like, okay, here we go. We got 
anything in this movie now. Because so far, it's just been John Wick murdering He's people. He's being vulnerable, which Seagal would never do. Exactly. Gets thrown off the balcony, fires up at the guy. So I'm thinking... I'm waiting. This is it's going to be a badass fight between these guys, right? Because they're like rivals. Like right. he got the best of John Wick. Right. No, we don't get any of that. No, guys, don't worry, don't worry. Get nothing. Oh. He's got to fight an 80-year-old man. That's his <laughs> big comeuppance. So John walks out. He had taken Victor's phone. Gets a call from Yosef. Like he's like, "Victor, did you get out of there?" And he's like, "This ain't Victor, bro. Everyone's got a price." Bitch. So now, apparently, we needed the Continental Hotel so John can return to it, right. a place to dress his wounds. Right, do because all they're shit. like, they live in a hidden society. They can't go to the fucking ER. But he's got the doubloons. He could go home. He There's all. all Continental should have been in this movie. Uh, so he goes back there. Do you have a, do you have a, a, a laundry person? There's yeah. not a laundry person who could clean those clothes, sir. So. Right. We go back to John's room. They've got the doctor. It's a little Asian man. Yeah. He's got the fucking like gem goggles on there. <laughs> I want to point out, he got stabbed with a broken bottle. He just has a slash on his fucking side. What the fuck was or that he about? He would have like multiple gashes. It was a nasty looking wound, but it would be a circular <laughs> wound because a bottle wouldn't make that slash. Oh, well. Uh, and the guy's just like, look, you know, take it easy. You don't want your stitches to pull. I have these super drugs if you want them. Uh, I got my drug right here. And he's got a fucking classic, like, $1,000 Coney Andrew Tate-level bottle of bourbon or some bullshit. So he's got to rest up. He goes to sleep. And we see in the building across from this Continental, Marcus. And he's got a sniper out. And we're still, like, we don't know his motivation. We're like... Yeah. These guys hate each other. They like each other. I don't know. John Wick's dead. He lines up the shot, and then we see somebody skulking in the background of the sniper rifle. Yeah. And then we see Marcus shoot the pillow right next to John, which wakes him up. Right. So we're like, did he miss intentionally or not? We still don't know. Well, when you're not paying that close of attention, like when you're writing notes, you're like, oh, shit, Marcus missed his shot somehow. John Wake, John Wake woke up. <laughs> John Wayne woke up. John Wayne woke up. So he wakes up, and then that's when the this other person, Miss Perkins, launches her attack. We didn't mention it, but it turns out that Vigo is so uh, hellbent on getting somebody that he's offering double if they break the continental rules. Right, yeah, remember. Yeah, that's what fucking Winston alluded to. She's the one. Because he also bumped into her at, at the bar in the continental, too. They, like, passed by each other. Yes, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Well, no, I mentioned in the lobby. Oh. So there's multiple times he's like they, had brushes yeah, keep, with her. There was the bumping at the at the bar as well. Like she quickly goes to her phone after that. So you're supposed to yeah. be like, oh wait, why is she taking a phone? So, call? So like I was thinking maybe they were a couple beforehand, but I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think she just wants she wants the rep. She wants the notch on her belt. She took out John Wick. Right. Again, I don't like how everything comes together, and I don't like the Continental. So I don't like how she ends up with this job. But I think we both agree. We give them points that. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, people. I know I told in the Barbie movie women can do anything they want. Woman cannot beat the shit out of a bigger man. All right? This isn't going to happen. So I like the fact that she waited till he was vulnerable, that he was fucked up, beat the shit to strike. Because then it's believable. Yeah. So we have a back and forth, and I give him points. John's fucking punching this woman. Yeah. 
He's like, fuck you. You're trying to kill me. It reminded me, and I'm sorry to quote a uh, uh, cartoon here. It reminded me a lot of the Ivana Cocktees and Brock Sampson fights. Yeah. Or she's... Well, there was no sexual tension. I didn't see it there. Well, no, there's absolutely zero sexual tension because yeah, it's the Keanu Reeves movie. And... Yeah, there was with Brock. Yeah. I know. Uh, but w- in that hotel scene with them, it's... Her on his back and him slamming her against the walls, which is John, which is what John is doing here, because she's got a fucking like tie around his throat, and he's just slamming her into everything, and she's like, "Well, no, this is how I'm gonna win. I'm gonna yeah. choke him the fuck out." And then she starts wailing on that wound, which makes sense, right? She gets Fuck him in her. some kind of like arm bar, has yeah. access to punch him in that wound. This is brutal. It's fucking good. It's happening quick. It's not a bunch of quick cuts. This is fucking great. It's a great action. John grabs a sheet, wraps it around her face, punches her dead in the fucking face. This is face. good. I guess that's the way you can get away with punching a woman in the face, a man punching a I woman feel in the like face. that's why yeah. they wrapped her face yeah. like they did. And then he just throws her through this plane pane of glass. Like I thought he was gonna throw her out the fucking window. Yeah. And she was gonna die. But no, it's just like a pane of glass that's in the room. Random pane of glass in the room, throws her through it, and then the phone has been ringing throughout this scene. So he finally Yeah, we see Karen like, you know, you know, we get a little this is a little comedy bit. We see Karen like holding on, waiting yeah. for someone to answer. So like we said, we hate movies that are overly hammy comic all the time. This movie does a good job about it. We hate it movies keeps where it. every character yeah. is the comic relief. And so Kyron uh, finally gets his ring co- answered. Sir, noise complaint. Little little nod back to that first you know scene at his house. Right, and then we see Marcus kind of bail. Like so we're like, oh, is he going to try this again? What's going on? Right. So Kano goes back after. Yeah, as he's talking to Karen. A Perkins is trying to escape. She's fucked up. So she's crawling out of his room. He just walks out, and he's like, "Going anywhere?" And then he's like, "I think he puts her in like a chokehold or something." He's like, "You know, he needs to get his next lead." He's like, "What do you know? Where's Yosef?" And she just drops that. She's like, "Well, I don't know about Yosef, but if you really want to hurt Vigo, you know that church on whatever, whatever street." He's like, "That's a fucking. That's a. Is uh, that Pennsylvania or New York?" She's like. That's a, that's not a real church. That's a fucking stash where he keeps all his money with the accountant and everything. You want to hurt him, go there. So as they're having their talk, Harry walks out. Yeah. Another guy from the wire. Probably the best character of the movie. Yeah, he's like, what's going on? He's got he's got the fucking which nobody has now. The garter's holding his socks up. Like Okay, this would have been cool if everybody had their own noir kind of style. If you had, because Harry's an old guy. If he was wearing like a 50s noir detective kind of style clothes in the bar scene or something, everybody had their own super cool, sleek style. But no, everybody's wearing the same shit. But when you dress it all down, Harry wears the stock. Uh, the sock holders. Socks with the garters. Gar- yeah, whatever the fuck's called. And so uh, he's like, John, I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, Harry, what's up? He's like, can you babysit her for a while? Want to make a gold coin? Guys, this is the other thing that's infuriating about the doubloon debacle. We see John Wick has like a thousand doubloons. Why does one matter? We don't know the value. That's Exactly. We don't know the value. He paid four to get like 45 dead people cleaned up. What is one mean? Well, I don't know. Maybe we're going to. I don't want to, but maybe we're going to have to see. I just noticed your can there says Vigo. Uh, oh my god, it does. We, uh, <laughs> we don't. I, maybe we learned the value in later uh, installments of the series. I don't know. We'll see. 
So, like, Harry's like, fuck yeah. Watch her? Yeah, I can do that. So, he's like, all right. So, John makes it to the church. Just walks in. They're doing a fucking... Um, Procession? I don't know. Sermon? Sermon? I don't know. Uh, it's a Catholic I, church. I, I was going to say, IMDb pointed out this is actually a Catholic church. Russian Orthodox churches apparently don't have the benches. The pews. Okay. And he just starts shooting people. He shoots the fucking it's, priest in the leg. Again, when you just boil this down to its elements, like when John Wick walks in and just shoots a fucking priest in the knee, you're like, yeah, hell yeah. But he's not really, like, this is how, how it's all a front. great their cover is. Because there's real parishioners there. They're, like, worshiping. Yeah. Because I was expecting them to, like, an old lady pull out a gun and start shooting. In this world, who knows? Right. Because he's obviously not a real priest. He's got fucking knuckle tattoos he, and all Yeah, this shit. he had fucking rings. He, he was... Constantly snorting a line of coke while he was walking around, and then John has him take him to like the basement where they have these women who are like counting all the shit you in know? fucking suits too. Yeah. These women locked into their vault have like pantsuits. Well, dress for the, the your job. job you, yeah. yeah, okay. And he just you know he's using the priest as a shield. He just shoots the guys. I mean that, that's it. He lets the ladies go. And this was in a perfect moment for a little callback when he goes, bitches. Leave. leave no he doesn't do that even has a fucking grenade like fucking clarence bonnaker has no yeah. that would i would have accepted that there's there's i hate callbacks even callbacks to movies have nothing to do with the movie you're watching right that would have been a nice touch I okay. so he he pulls out some fucking grenades guys like what the fuck are you gonna do it's that's everything vigo owns not a lot for like I mean I don't know we don't know the rate of these the balloons the balloons are. yeah could, there was a lot they could of be a million dollars each what we learn later is that Vigo was mostly upset because it had every hook he had on like politicians yeah, all blackmail shit yeah every yeah time. everything to blackmail people and so okay there's greater currency there so. That's blown up, so Vigo is fucked. Now, we're going to go back to the Continental, the worst fucking part of this movie. And we've got Harry, the best part of this movie. And he's just dressing up now. He's putting clothes on. He's got uh, Perkins handcuffed behind a chair, but we see that she's got fucking... She's snapping her thumb so she can get out of it. And nonchalantly, doesn't bother at all. Maybe maybe she is another beautiful double-jointed wife. That could be it. So she, she she's just uh, working her way through those cuffs and everything, but while she's doing so, she's offering Harry a bribe. And he's like, I'm not interested in what you're saying, what you're selling, babe. She's like, I thought you'd say that. And then she goes, aha, gets out, fucking just knocks Harry down, puts a pillow on his face, shoots him in the face. All right, so the best character in the movie, dead in a second. And we know, we learned from Winston, you don't do that shit in the Continental. You don't kill people. It's a safe right. place. Right. So she's fucked. All right, we're cutting to John. He's just lurking on some rooftops like a fucking vagabond cat. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's like outside the church waiting for Vigo to show off. Yeah, he's watching that. We see there's like a shot of uh, the the priest or pastor or whatever the fuck they're called, the head guy. You know, priest, yeah. Yeah, the guy he fucked up gets pulled out on the street, executed right there. John watches it. He's like, yeah, the guy got executed. Anyway, so now we got Vigo and everybody gathered around. They're like in some kind Vigo's of fenced pissed in. Off, yeah, obviously. Obviously. He's in some kind of like fenced off area. Kind of looks like uh, Aurelio's garage or whatever. It, I kept thinking they were there I again. It was just like a parking lot. Yeah, know. it was just like a parking lot, but it was like gated in and everything. So John sees this as his opportunity to strike. So he gets down the street level. He gets into that garage. He thinks he's going to get Vigo here, and he starts shooting at everybody. 
And John had a cool like shotgun. It was like it, it had like a it stock was, like a assault rifle, and he was like a pump. Shotgun. Are you thinking of the right scene though? I don't remember this him is, having it here. I remember him having a assault rifle here later as a shotgun. I thought it was in the same scene, but it was at the end of the scene. Okay, I don't I don't remember him using it here. I do when he confronts uh, Vigo. Okay. Anyway, it's it's nothing really much to explain. It's just gu- cars running into each other, guns being shot off. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, there's bare, there's barely nothing cars, memorable about this. Yeah, scene. there's barely cars running into each other because they're like all parked and everything. He shoots out a couple of guards. Then John like is wandering backwards. A car bumps into another car that was parked. It hits John and sends him flying, and John is captured. Yeah, so I don't the remember there being a shotgun before this scene. Uh, so John is captured. He's taken into, I don't know, some abandoned building. By the docks. He's tied up to a chair. Vigo is like, fucking John, why did you fucking blow my stash up? That was my retirement plan. I had dirt on everybody. I had the P tape with Trump. I had everything. Right. I'm fucking pissed at you, John. You're doing this all for a woman and a dog? You're pathetic, John. That was more than a dog. That was my connection to my wife. So, of course, Vigo just scoffs at him. He's like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. It's just a goddamn He's dog. like, How I'm broke now. You lost a dog. Yeah. Fuck you. So John promises, because John had told him, give me your fucking son. Yeah, he's like, this is over. Just give your son up. Yeah. I have no beef with you, Vigo. Even even with John strapped to a chair, you know, completely out, man, and everything, he's like, give me your son, and this all ends here. And so, of course, Vigo is, like, spitting in his face. Like, fuck you. No, it's you're an idiot. I'm out of here. Guys, take care. He does a Batman exit where he's just like, I trust you guys to take care of this most dangerous guy on the planet. I have to be somewhere. So he takes off, leaves his goons. And uh, that's when we get the shootout, the fucking uh, cut outside. Marcus, our guardian angel. We're thinking, does he? He really wants that two million dollars because he's he's following John around. At this point, I was like, he wants to get to kill himself. So they're gonna do it slow. So the goons put a fucking plastic bag over John's face, start strangling him until. Marcus takes out the guy. Now we know Marcus is on John's side. Or like I said, he's trying to get the bounty himself. Could be. I don't know. I thought I knew him a minute ago. Now I don't know. Yeah. That John gets... I th- does he do this whole fight handcuffed? Yes, he okay, does. So he- uh, I think he... It felt like he somehow got the handcuff around the other guy he was fighting because the second time I watched the scene, they were like... Doing like the beat it fight scene or the Jets fight scene where they were like tied together. So they're like having this, you know, pretty cool, forgettable fight yeah, scene. I was fading out. Oh, I was dude. Just, I was being bombarded by fight scenes. You can't so. do 90 straight minutes of action. Like you need to be invested in somebody at some point. And I didn't get, give a shit if John Wick died or not. So John does a little like jujitsu. He puts a guy like in an arm bar and shit, yada, yada, yada. He. He takes out the two guys, basically. Right. And then he heads back down the street where we get to see the shotgun you were talking about, which was very neat. It was like yeah. a Nerf gun. Yeah. It was like a, it was a pump shotgun, but it had like a stock of like assault rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I'm sure 
Jack will, you know, Jack, Jack let us know what this, this is. This film probably was very accurate <laughs> to existing guns and everything. Yeah. The Gunopedia on it, or IMDBG, I think it is what it's called. I'm sure they had all kinds of good information about this gun. Who, is it just a random goon gives up where Yosef is at? No, Yosef it was Vigo. Oh. He stopped Vigo. Okay. I, like I said, I just kind of spaced okay. out for a yeah, while. Yeah, no, it's okay. We got we to gotta keep this going, though. And so he tells Vigo, just tell me where your fucking son is. Because, again, his whole thing is, I need to kill your fucking son because he killed my dog. And this is right. So Vigo's like, well. Even though technically I don't think he did. I think Victor killed his dog or one of his goons did. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So maybe you're wrong, John. Maybe you are. So uh, Vigo is just like, hey, he's at this location, gives him the exact address in Brooklyn, and tells him, they're going to know you're coming, John. Yeah, I don't care. So we cut to the hideout. It's like some fucking abandoned warehouse. We see, we see Yusuf in a room. He's kind of now he's getting sweating a little. He's getting worried. Yeah, one of his goons is just playing fucking a video game, Call of Duty or some shit. We, he's like, call in. Everyone's calling in. What location they are? So he's well surrounded by goons. Right, and this is where we get to see the scene where we're getting the cuts of like John starting to snipe people, and we get a cut back to Vigo, who's just alone in his office smoking weed, and we know he's smoking weed because <sighs> takes a long drag and then stares at the joint. I fucking hate you got that. Of course, he's, like, he's pinching it between his thumb and forefinger. Yeah. You know. Europeans have other ways to smoke weed, I thought. I thought everybody smoked <laughs> weed differently. No. <sighs> Oh yes, good stuff. Well, at least he didn't say that. He could have said that. If he said that, good I, shit. I would have hit pause and went taking a shit or something. <laughs> uh, this went longer than I thought it was gonna go. Yeah, we all did. We're getting lost in the world of John Wick. John Wick apparently has a captivating world. Everybody. So yeah. So Yosef's like, will you stop playing that fucking video game? And then boom, boom, we watch the bullet time fly through, like in that music video for Corns. Fleek, fleek, fleek on a leash. Freak on a leash just pierce the gamer's I head. Point out, everybody. Griff knows that video, doesn't know New York's a state. God, I'm so Our sorry. Our educational system has failed. Us. I'm so sorry, everybody. I I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, people. I thought he was doing a bit. No, I, no he was real. I, I wish I was. I don't know how I forgot that New York was a state. <laughs> I don't know. I apologize. I think it's because all the sports team, sports like New York sports teams, are actually in Pennsylvania. They're not in New York. They're in New Jersey, by the way. They don't. They don't play in. The football teams play in New Jersey. Okay. Knicks play in New York City. They play in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's right. I Yankee Stadium is in the Bronx. I've been there. Okay, that is New York. So, Mets play in Queens. Queens. That is New York. That is New York too. Okay, only because they can't fit obviously a football stadium in New York. Yeah, so they yeah. do play the, the Jets and the Giants do. Play my geography. My geography is mostly known because of sports. If anything, places. there's huge heat between New York and Pennsylvania teams. Philadelphia and New York. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Uh, well, Pittsburgh is on the western part of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I kept thinking of, and then when Philadelphia comes into play, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Pennsylvania too, and then little geography lesson for our uh, out of the states uh, fans. Hey, they baby. probably even know that Stewart's like New York. How do you fucking not know that? Yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Stewart is there. If Flim Flam is out there, like, what the <laughs> fuck, Griff didn't know about New York? I'm sorry. We're I, all shocked. I. 
I speak I, for everyone. Shame on you. Geography. We got to finish this, Griff. Geography is my worst category. This. I hate it. Anyways, Yosef is so pissed, but then the gunshot goes through. Freak on a leash. Bomb, 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 bomb. Jonathan Davis is great. Right through the fucking ear, headphones. Yep. The guy playing the video game. Yosef's fucked. He goes to run to his cars. This is where we get like the slow motion guards being killed. The angelic music of uh, Marilyn Manson playing over. You only kill strangers. You don't kill the ones you love. Cut back to Vigo. Take another hit off that joint. Gets a call. He's like, make the arrangements. Hangs up. Right. We barely get to see a payoff to Yosef's It's dad. the most fucking limp dick He's running away into the foreground. He's running into the camera. He gets shot in the gut. He turns, and then John Wick shoots him in the yes, head. We see from behind Yosef. So we see Yosef's face when he gets killed. And he just, he's like, I think he says something to John, like, fuck you or something. And then John just shoots him in the head. Or you can't kill me or something like John, that. He might have said anything, but then John says something like, uh, everyone dies, bitch, or something. Something I, like that. It, it, it was, was, it was a callback. So anticlimactic. Yeah. Everyone, Speaking he, of anticlimactic, let's get on with this movie. Thank you. So he goes back to the hotel. Because of the shit with Miss Perkins... Caron gifts him a car. He's like, you know, we're, we're, we know that's not supposed to happen here in the Continental, so give a car. Then he just... That John, was total product placement for this car. We get a swinging shot of, like, the front of the yes, car. Yes, it was so obnoxious. Because I think it was, like, a new model Mustang or something yeah, like that. It was so stupid. We just walk out, and then he's just suddenly going to meet Marcus at an undescript location. It's like, under a bridge or some under shit. Under a bridge, because Anthony Kiedis had a lot of involvement <laughs> in this movie. And now we finally learn Marcus was always on John's side, always that's his guardian right. angel looking out for him. That's and right. And they... They, they part as friends, and then we see it, and we pull back. Are you sure you're retired, John? I'm sure. Just, you know, yeah, I'm out. I, Go I, home. Yeah. That's all I want to do. And then we I see. I got my vengeance. Miss Perkins. Dun, dun, dun. Miss Perkins is watching. Watching. And she makes a phone call. So, you know, as we know, snitches get bitches. And when bitches are bitches that are snitches. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get bitches. Snitches are bitches, but they get stitches. Yeah. So this is a bitch that snitches, so she's a snitch that bitches. So, yeah, she calls up Vigo to let him know. So and now we're Mark. We see Marcus. He's going back to his place. And then all these goons start coming out surrounding him. Door to his place opens. It's Avi. And like, come in, Mr. Marcus. Very professional. Just starts taking off all of his, uh, you know, taking his gun yeah, he out. You know, he's like, this is it. I'm dead. He's but, been in the business for a long time. But I don't time. care because I did. I, I sacrificed myself for my friend. Right. He doesn't even know what this is all about, but he assumes. Well, he knows. He, yeah. He knows. It's like he doesn't know, but he knows. So he sits down, and he starts getting the whole spiel. We're getting cuts of John actually talking to Vigo, and Vigo being like, I put a hit out on you. Marcus took the hit. Marcus failed. He failed in every way to kill you. We know the price for failure. So they're beating the shit out of Marcus. Right. They're stabbing a knife into his leg and everything. Perkins is there just watching, just holding her hands over her face, Murray style. (laughs) And Marcus is like, fuck it. I'm going to go out like a soldier. So he fucking gets up to fucking take out Vigo, gets shot, gun down. And then Vigo's like, hey, like an eye for an eye, Wick, hangs up, head to the chopper. He's so, going to fly out. Yeah. John shows up to the house. To Why is he leaving on a chopper? Why not a plane? I don't know. It's fun. 
<laughs> so John shows up to Marcus's place right. to find him. John there was dead. like driving when he got the call. So he yeah. got home. So. Yeah. So he knew he was like, oh shit, Marcus is in trouble. Apparently he knew where Marcus lived. Uh, shows up to the house, finds his dead body. Perkins is out there watching. And as we see Perkins watch him enter, she gets a call. And she's told to meet somewhere. Yeah, it's so Winston. we're assuming it's Vigo again. I'm not. I thought it, I thought it was clearly. I thought it was. We, we heard Winston's voice. Oh, did you? I thought. I don't know. I was, I was like I said, my eyes were glazed over. Dude, I'm time. done with this movie at this yeah, point. This right. is 90 minutes of fast forward. And yet I'm like, I don't give a shit but about she, any character. She walks into like this area and goons surround her. And Winston comes out of the shadows and is like, you don't kill people at the Continental. It's bad for business. And then they just all like shoot her at the same time. All the guys surrounding her. She's dead. Or yeah, maybe she no. survives. I don't know because I've never seen any of these sequels. I would hope four bullets to the head would kill you. But anyways, Winston calls up John with roundabout info. He won't say a name exactly, but there's a certain somebody hopping on, hopping on a certain helicopter at a certain helipad by a certain abandoned wharf. That's all I'm saying. And then we just cut to John. Showing up, just arriving yeah. as the cars are arriving. There's like a convoy. Like there's, there's uh, Vigo in his car, and then there's like two cars like surrounding him. Still speeding down the wharves. John runs the one fucking right off a ledge. He falls that off. was Main Goon. Okay, Main Goon was in that car for some so reason. So we don't get we get cheated of that. Fucking. We we needed a there's fight. A lot there. of getting cheated in this movie. There's a lot of getting cheated in this movie. Vigo is loving it now. Like, everyone's freaking out. Avi's just like a business guy, so he's totally freaking out. Vigo's like, I love it. Stares at the joint. Yeah. Good shit, He's man. He's hysterical. I mean. I no. guess this is them their way of trying to build up the badassery, which we've never seen throughout the movie. The badassery of Vigo that he's not scared. Vigo's winning. Vigo's guys got the better of him. Like, he killed some of Vigo's guys, but Vigo had him. I don't get this. I don't get this whole badassery thing. John Wick was clearly, clearly got got. John slams into Vigo's car, kills some of the goons. Abby, he hands a gun to Abby. He's like toys with Abby. He's like, you want this gun? Yoink. Want yeah. this gun? Yoink. And then he's like, and Abby's like trying to fucking protect fucking Vigo. And he's giving him shit. And Abby like gets the gun. He's like, holy fuck, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, he doesn't get hit, but he gets run over by There's John. There's a whole fucking scene where, because his car has like four, three goons, uh, one of them being Abby. The goons get out. One of them runs at John. John hits the guy with his car, so he's rolling over the car, and John shoots the guy as he's <laughs> A lot of cool, dumb action scenes, yeah. but it means nothing because I don't give a shit about any of these people. Um, and so... We're finally getting down. Abby comes out. I don't even remember how Abby gets killed. He dies in some jokey way. I know that because he's he's he shoots himself in the foot. <laughs> he yes. falls off into the water or something. Yeah, but now then Vigo takes the car, runs into John's car, runs it off because we're like on the wharves. Like we he's said. pushing him toward that ledge. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, John and then John like gets out. Gets out. He leaps like, like the windshield like busted out, so he leaps out of the windshield. And now we got the rain fucking pouring down john's got a gun vigo does and he tells john hey let's solve this without guns and john okay you're an 80 year old man i think i can do that bro so it's not a very remarkable fight i mean i, don't, I remember nothing, nothing from it we're not building up to a big finale it's 
Man. Like I said, this would have been perfect if we had alluded to Yosef having a lot of like martial arts training. Yes. And then he finally gets like Vigo, you could have saved for a fucking sequel. Right? Like he kills his son and now Vigo's like, I have to kill him. Right. No. Vigo, like, I didn't know how I felt about my son ten years later. Vigo's like, that motherfucker killed my son. You know, I found God and he killed my No. This is Dumb. This is a bad payoff for a short movie. Like, this payoff could have been so much so better. So, Vigo pulls out a knife, stabs John, fortunately, yeah. right in the same place he Let's got Let's just cut. say, they go hand-to-hand for a little while. John's obviously handling the fight, so Vigo has to pull a knife and stabs it into right his Right in gut. his wound. Yeah. Makes sense. John gets the knife back, stabs him in the shoulder, doesn't he? Yeah, it was like the neck shoulder. And that somehow... I thought it was the I, neck. Uh, to me, yeah, that's why I, I did. I thought it was the shoulder. To me, it looked like the shoulder, like right yeah. here. And as we know, if you get shot there, yeah, as long as it goes through, long you're fine. Through. But a knife's just staying there. So, so I was like, wait a minute. Did Vigo die? Because it didn't look that serious. I was so confused by this. Like, if too. they just did a blood spurt, like, and I go, okay, that looks like he's dying. I'm, I'm To this day, I'm not sure if he died. I had to rewind the scene because <laughs> I was writing notes, and I come back. I was like, wait, why are they just sitting here in the rain looking at each other? And then Vigo suddenly is just like, I'll see you on the other side, John Wick. Yeah, be seeing you, bro. And this should have been that, like, Chuck. Uh, what's his name from Charles? Uh, that uh, Houston episode. Houston. Oh, Chuck, Chuck Connors. Connors. This should have been Chuck Connors. He would have been a better villain. And then John just walks away, and now we're back to where we were at the beginning of the movie, where he crashes the car, stumbles watches out. The, yeah, watches the video of his wife. Apparently, this abandoned-looking building is actually some kind of dog pound. shelter. Yeah. I don't know what. It's a full of dogs, and he gets the medicine. BGs. He staple. Yeah, he breaking griffs. <laughs> uh, and then he staples his stomach shut yeah, that's again. That's all you need to do. You don't, I mean, like, yeah, like... I guess there's no vital organs right there, so you just staple it shut. Yeah. And then he notices a sweet little pit bull. I thought he would get a fucking other beagle. Yeah, something to be like, hey, my wife wanted me to Obviously, dog. he didn't care about that dog. Right. Because he gets a pit bull, and then he's like, they just fucking walk out. He finds a leash there, they walk out, and then 10 minutes of credits. Fucking Christ. I. C plus. Yeah, C-plus. I don't know. Maybe you fucking see now. Maybe after we've gone through it, I gotta no. lower it a little. No, I, I I feel like it still holds at its C plus. It's just there's so many missed opportunities, and that sucks. I hope John this, Wick, John Wick two might have filled in. You know, done this done would have been a cool '70s Charles Bronson movie. Yeah, if they just slowed some shit down, cut out half of the action scenes. And Make them a little more realistic, less stylized. Every complaint we ever have about modern wrestling is they just do shit for 45 minutes instead of building to shit. Nothing and doing means anything. It. Nothing means anything. Yosef is your villain, and he's not in the movie for, like, he gets five minutes to be a villain, and right. that's it. The mo- the barely I, any motivation. Right. We needed to see him. Maybe he kills Marcus. Like, Keanu should have one other friend, and Yosef kills him. Something like that. Yosef should have been his constant thorn in his side, but instead, Yosef is just out doing something a 21-year-old would do. He's partying. He's having fun. He's getting laid. 
And being respectful about it, too. Not even being a douche as he's partying. Exactly. Not, he should have been full Caligula, fucking ramming <laughs> assholes with his fist. Because he looked like kind of Malcolm McDowell from that yeah, age. Yeah, he was channeling Caligula. I am so disappointed in how they built villains, but this is modern. They didn't build anything. This is modern writing. They don't know how to make a villain at all. They're just, we'll make a cool action movie with Russians. Because that's the only villain we can have. Yeah. So, still C plus for me. Great I'm gonna, action. I'm gonna take it to a C. Okay. I, I uh, now that we really went over yeah. it. I still I, I think the action's oh, good. Okay, I'll I'll let you know. Full disclosure, I am not motivated to li- watch any John Wick movie. If this does well, if you guys like it, we will do more. But. It's got to do well. It's absolutely I got to see do it. well. I got to see it. We got to be back to where we were. Because we, we yeah. took a little dip lately. If we go back to our old we, levels. Yeah, we drowned people in content for a little while there. So hopefully, hopefully we'll consider sp- it. spacing it out. If this does well. Maybe I, we'll, then this is one of those movies we'll have to have a guest on for the sequel. Maybe there's somebody that really likes these movies and they can explain I their would, take. I would love it. If someone's willing to listen to us gripe about some stupid shit, I'd love to have Maybe a conversation. Maybe they get better. I don't know. But I, like I said, I'm not motivated to check that out. There's, unless you give us some motivation. Yeah. They did a great job with the action. I would, I would hope they could fill in some of those story holes. But, you know, next week, we're working with a movie that fills in every story hole and other holes, too, Murray. You I have, know you're into hole filling. I love filling holes. Yeah. Scoring goals and filling holes, as our buddy Dennis says. That's right. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Griff. Uh, this is this is a, began Griffmas in July Ends next week, so you got to have something big, the, the finale. Yeah, I teased it last week, and we're going to be going into the depths. Because we've you, everyone's like, wait, we're not going into the depths of Chris' childhood. No, it's a fun movie week month for me. I pick the movies. Yeah. Murray gets to take a break from picking movies. Right. And now we are diving into the psyche of young Griff, young Jean-Claude Van Griff here. A movie that I was allowed to rent just one time because it was too scantly for a child. Scantly? Scant? Uh, too Scantily blue? Let's is, go with blue. Yeah. It's too blue for a nine-year-old. Too adult? Too mature? Well, it's not mature, but... Well, I'm There's really... some titties in it, we're trying to say. And butts. And near dick. Jean-Claude fucks. Does and he? a lot of I... conversations about... Whoring a mother out. I'm intrigued. I am excited. Murray usually I... texts me multiple times when we watch some of the movies. And for John Wick, he did not text me a single time. <laughs> so that tells you how how much we cared about this one. But I believe there's nine different scenes. You're going to be like, what the fuck? What? I hope what? so. I need that. What? So we got to go out with a bang, really. John Wick was... Long, yeah. I don't. This this movie might be really long. Just prepare yourself. Put some it's a ninety in. minute movie, but <laughs> okay. I feel like there's so many scenes. We're in gonna. Here. All right, we're gonna have to do a very short opener then. Yeah, save it. Yeah. I'm gonna save. If I'm gonna save Psycho Center for another episode. Yeah, no, Psycho <laughs> yeah. Center needs to be saved for another episode because yeah, okay. I will give you guys a teaser before you leave. You're really teasing. Carrie Calkin. Wait, what's his name? Kieran. Kieran Calkin. Is that the one on Succession? Maybe. There's a bunch of Culkins. Yeah, I don't know know all the Culkins, but Kira Culkin, a Culkin, is in this movie and talks about John Claude's wiener. So (laughs) there's your teaser for next week's Nowhere to Run. 
Jean-Claude Van Damme. So I'm very excited. Do I need to send it to you still? Yes. You okay. Will. Well, I don't know. I haven't checked to see if it's available. No, I'll send it to you. Okay. I got a copy. All right. Uh, so everybody, please, if you need a copy, let me know. I'll send it to you because you should watch this movie. It's fucking weird as shit. And until then, I'm listening.